What genre of hip hop is the DK rap? Uh, where's the list genre? <laughs> I like that for chorus. It's just DK Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's it for chorus. That's all you need. I have a story story about DK rap. I had a friend who had it in in sixty four, and uh, I went over his house, and he was getting changed. I think we were going somewhere, and uh, so I was like, I'm gonna play this in sixty four, and and I didn't know what game was in it, and like so. I, I press start and it starts going and all these monkeys start rapping at me and I was really like confused and so I started crying for some reason and the mom had to come in and like turn off the game for me because I was freaking out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I must have been, I was young. I must have been like super young. Are you scared of monkeys? I'm scared of Donkey Kong. Any monkey that wears a tie, like I think that's 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 really what did it. Ties? You're scared of ties? I mean, gr- Donkey Kong is a gorilla. scared of dollar signs? <laughs> I mean, I'm scared of not having dollar signs. <laughs> I think everyone's scared of not having dollar signs, to a certain extent. No, DK's great. You ever played Donkey Kong 64? I, uh, I played Donkey Konga. That's not the game <laughs> I that's, that's asked about. Kong, right, yeah. That's the only Donkey Kong game that came out for uh, Nintendo. What? What? <laughs> no. Yeah, you never played the one with the bongos? DK yeah, Jungle Donkey, Beat? Donkey Konga. That's Donkey Kong? And you go... Brruh, brruh, brruh. I thought that are there two games? Go, but at that time, I made a gun. Do you go? Bl- gun do you have to go blap in order to make stuff happen in the game, or do you just add that yourself? I think you clap your butt cheeks together and it makes that noise. Mm, that mm, mm. you got to do it in the microphone though. It's like a Guitar Hero microphone. Wait, what microphone was it? Oh, like the sing one. Yeah. Okay. Like SingStar. SingStar. <laughs> Is there ever been a Sing SingStar game in the states? <laughs> I think it's only Europe, right? Uh, it's it's got to be released globally. I think so. But, like, you don't hear about SingStar, like, here. You know what I mean? Like, people talk about, like, Just Dance or whatever, but SingStar is, like, a... I hear about SingStar all the time. (laughs) How many SingStar games do you own, Rudy? I'm writing that SingStar wave. (laughs) Keeping it it alive? Yeah. yeah. They got that, um... You hot have a Levine track. Yeah? What's it called? Okay. Big butter biscuits. Okay. Are those lyrics on Genius? Yeah, no, yeah, I wrote them. Are, or is that song in Burnout Paradise? Because if it ain't Girlfriend, it shouldn't be in Burnout Paradise. Let's be honest here. What's Burnout? Burnout Paradise. You know what Burnout Paradise Don't Don't play this game with me, Rudy. The best arcade is racing that game. Like DLC for Need for Speed? No, Spirit Burnout Wars Paradise game? is the best racing game that come out I, in the last 10 years. I don't think you played. Need for Speed Porsche. Mm-mm-mm. When you can only play as Porsches. <laughs> That's play the intro. <laughs> Rudy, hey. say the title of the show. Welcome. To Road to E3, Year of Our Lord, 200,203. I don't know how math That's works. not how you say that number. No. Adu Domini. That's also not how you say that number. Uh, 2023. Welcome to go. Road to E3 2023. I am uh, one of your lovely hosts, Rudy Avila. Uh, joined by... Uh, I'm Jesse. 
<laughs> we got new mics this time. Yeah, mine's sideways. Yeah, well, they're both sideways. Oh, they're both sideways. They're both sideways. You have a yeah. crazy like fancy like construction crank this, yeah. arm thing. Mine's literally a tripod with duct tape on yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's great. It's not even gaff tape. It's just duct tape. Yeah, it's just straight duct tape. It works. It'll hold up real good. I mean, for now. For now. For now. It's been two weeks. It's been a long, long two It has weeks. been two weeks, yeah. A lot of stuff has happened in two weeks, and I don't remember any of it. No, I I, I have notes. I have stuff. Oh, It'll okay. be fine. That's good. I keep yeah. making clapping noises with a piece of plastic on the guy's There's small little waveforms popping yeah. up. I, I just want to kill James. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love James. He did a great job last week. James we always does a great episode. job. He does a great job every episode. He saves us from the train wreck it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful train wreck. It's, it's a beautiful train. Beautiful indeed. Uh, what what video game train are we? Are we like the Uncharted train? Ooh, or are we like the Tomb Raider train? What's the Tomb Raider train? Uh, was there a train in Tomb Raider? I don't know. Are we like the train simulator train? <laughs> Can we be the one that like when the game glitches out and it just flies? Like, oh my god, yeah. Like a, like a we're, mystical we're Disney With a Thomas the Tank Engine in Skyrim. Oh, uh, we're, so we're, we're a mod. We're, yeah, we're a dragon. God, imagine like, like, playing Skyrim and like Thomas Train with like dragon wings, like realistic looking dragon wow, wings. That'd be pretty dope. Like not wings that like match Thomas the Tank Engine, but like realistic dragon wings on a Thomas the Tank Engine. I remember seeing an episode of The Simpsons where there were a bunch of tools that were really large and alive, and like a float or parade, and they killed Flanders. Oh God! And it terrified me. So I'm very scared of inanimate obje- objects that are very large. Because uh, I think they will kill me. So, like, if you see, like, a crane. I was never more terrified in my life than that scene in Ant-Man where Tom is a tank engine was the size of a house. <laughs> for everyone else, it was a comedy, but for you, that was a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, I, was, I was terrified. <laughs> did you ever see the second Ant-Man movie? I, I did not, I unfortunately. Seen, I, I didn't like the first one. Pass for a year. You I what? I haven't used MoviePass in, like, three months. Did you subscribe to MoviePass? Yes. Oh, really? I'm huh. a card-carrying member. <laughs> Proud member. Proud debit card owning member. Did you feel like you were like a hot shot whenever you walked into the movie theater and you had that card, or did you feel like you were basically at food stamps? I I looked at my check after going to a restaurant after going to a movie grill where they would only have like availability through e ticketing, and it was like this is sixteen dollars every time I go because I'm going <laughs> while I also want dinner, and this is crazy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> It'll stay unplugged. It's fine. <laughs> what just happened? My laptop charger, like, unplugged and it scared me. <laughs> you moved so violently. Uh, it scared me. Oh, my God. It's fine. You're, you're alive. I'm alive. We're all alive. I am very gravelly today. I don't know what it is. I just feel... I'm, I am I think I'm depressed. <laughs> but but I'm, I will never admit it to myself. I, I feel like you should not... The first time you say that should not be on a podcast. It should be a trained professional with <laughs> yeah. a degree in that field. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Rudy, to help your depression, oh, I'm there for you. This isn't even but, a joke. But <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I've been playing games. You know. Okay. I'm not dead. <laughs> you, you've been playing that. You've been playing that. No, no Man's Sky. Yes. Yeah. We've been playing No Man's Sky. I've been playing very little. Once. Of 
<laughs> once for once. about an hour. I, how long did it take to schedule that one time that we played together? Uh, about a week. It's pretty ridiculous. Listen, I've been busy. This guy over here is so busy. Listen, I'm a busy all man. All the time. I'm a busy man. You got to go through his, his like, VP of Jesse Relations. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, it's not my fault. I'm going to so, just start you... randomly texting her. Like, listen. <laughs> Rudy, how have you been enjoying <laughs> No Man's Sky? Um, Next, I guess? Game of the year 2016. Don't come at me. Come at me with all your ants. Oh, shit. <laughs> some um, statements. No, it's great. Uh, I got to the point where I can do uh, missions from the space station now. The aliens are talking to me. Mm. Yeah, because I got some good relations with them. Because I learned a lot of words and weird languages. So, did you... Because you played the game Pero when it came out. Sorry. What? You, you that played was one the, of the alien languages. You played the game when it came out, right? Yeah. Did you start a new playthrough with the update? Yes. Yeah? yeah. And, how, it, it, like, from what you played at say, once? I started on PC uh, for the new update. Uh, oh. The original time I played was on PlayStation. Oh, uh, okay. So you rebought it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm employed. Did you uh, play, like, the other previous updates that came out? Like I, Atlas or whatever? I tried to play uh, Pathfinder, I think, a little bit. But um, that was the first time I bought it on the PC. But I did not um, get very far. Okay. So this is like, it does a feel okay. Let me. Ask, does it feel like a new game compared to? Because I'm playing. Because this is my first time playing it. <laughs> um. So like this. So what I'm seeing is like every like this is the game to me. Like yeah. I saw the you know what happened at launch and like how everyone's freaking out. Um. So to you, does it feel like a drastically different game? Um. Hmm. 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 Mm. Sorry. Sorry. I just really like how quiet i can be and how sensitive this mic is because it's in my face it's literally it's really close to my mouth you're not answering the car <laughs> um uh yes uh no it didn't feel like uh completely different uh i mean i, I played a lot of the original no man's sky i miss kind of a little bit of the isolation that it kind of felt like the emptiness that was in that first game uh mostly because i was uh, i wanted to be in that sort of zone uh but like now it's it's really it's filled with a lot going on and I like it. I don't know. It's just uh, it's how you approach it. That's just how every game works for me. Because because uh, <laughs> I feel because I think there's a lot of improvements yeah, in that game 100%. from from what they had at launch. Yeah. Um, but it still doesn't feel like a game that's a hundred percent like done. Like there's still a lot of jank in that game that's like really frustrating and like there's a vagueness in how that game like describes like how to do certain things. Like there's a tutorial that teaches you how to build certain uh, items to make new materials um but it doesn't like is a weird comparison but it's it's sort of like the first dark souls where it doesn't describe describe like how a lot of those items like what they do and a lot of it is either you just experiment with it or you have to look online it feels like what have you had to look online uh not not like much but like certain stuff of like like how do i like upgrade like my multi-tool or something like that like my only way i found out to upgrade that okay. is like like i found Let's like a dude a, a dude on a star st uh, yeah. station he's like hey i got a better thing let me give it to you or whatever no, I, I don't know i like the way it is because i literally i went to the space station i saw a guy with a bunch of guns on his wall nice i talked to him and he's like oh i have upgrades for the guns oh, okay but the thing that i did get confused um when i first got uh was it technology modules i think which are kind of important in the game um i had to i went to an outpost and uh, that was the only time i ever saw them and so i was like oh i need to go to outpost to buy them 
But then I found it like a actually like a, the Galactic Network or whatever, um, like later on. Um, but I spent a solid like four hours trying to find the same outpost that I went to, and I just I couldn't I couldn't find it anywhere on the planet, and I was just like flying low and trying to scan over and over again. Um, but I, I yeah I stopped looking. I decided to go to the station, and I saw it. So it's a lot of that. It's a lot of figuring it out. On your there's own. there's also a thing where like. Like, I was playing the game in, like, third person, because it starts you off in third person. Yeah. Um, it starts you off in first person, right? No, it, it started me off in third person. Really? Oh, yeah. dang, it started in first. Um, but, like, the third person in that game is, like, not real third person. It's, like, because, like, if you're in third person and there's an item on the ground and you look at it, your uh, your instincts to look where the reticle is. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it doesn't match up, so you have to, like, look a little bit off to, like, the left or the right. And it's, like... It's like a fake third person. It's like it's the first person view, but like they just like whited it and brought it back. But it's still like a first person, like, or the game treats it treat yeah. treats it like a first person perspective. It's not tracking the reticles, not tracking the camera on the the third person camera is tracking in the first person. Right, right, and it's not bad because I think I enjoy playing the game a little bit more in third person. Um, like if I'm in like a cave, like a very tight corridor, I like to play in first person because otherwise I'm like the camera that goes nuts and it's like hard to tell yeah. where you even are. Um, and even the multiplayer, like with what little I play, like I think it's really cool how, like I could be doing one thing and you could be doing something completely different, and like that progress carries over in each of our individual. Games. Does that really? I think so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, I thought you meant like towards the same objective. <laughs> no. I'm, but uh because like we played state decay uh like a week or two ago together and like i would join your game and literally i got no progress that would carry over into my game except that two of my survivors got infected yeah wait no you got uh this is the reason i wanted to play state of decay with you for a while uh was because you get uh renown or whatever which is the equivalent of like influence oh really you get influence and that counts as oh that's right you're you're right right i'm at a point in the game where i don't want to go to my settlement because if any time passes in my settlement I've, like, almost scavenged the entire map completely, and I'm, I don't have, like, the airdrop to get resources or whatever at the moment. Uh, but, like, I need, I just need more influence. Gotcha. So I just needed to join someone else's game and just grind out influence mm-hmm. points with them. So you're using me as a... Yes, as 100%. A... <laughs> yeah, that's why I haven't played that game. Uh, I was waiting to save your civilization. But, um... No, I think there's a lot with that new No Man's Sky update that's really, yeah. really cool. It's very relaxing. And there, there's some really cool stuff where, like, there's a certain, like, like sense of, like, awe oh, whenever you fly onto a new planet and you're, like, flying, like, straight into the ground and you, like, pull up. And that's you're, like, cool. it's really cool. And on a technical level, the procedural generation of, like, how they're able to, like, model all these different planets and, like, film up of, like, these different, like, life forms. Even though you can totally tell that, like, with, like, the animals in the game, it's totally they have, like, a set of different like different heads and bases and they're just like mix and matching them planets are really big yeah that too they're extremely large mm-hmm. once you like actually get down to it and get like really low uh i, I really like that you gotta like pull up to a certain altitude to start getting those really good like high orbit yeah uh like ship turns or whatever um i don't know i really like it uh i, I think once you get to like the missions and the freighter stuff it gets really cool and structured in a way that a lot of people need enjoy that sort of experience mm-hmm. I, d- I still think it's definitely for a certain type of crowd like i don't think everyone will enjoy uh no man's sky like even me personally like i think there's a lot of cool stuff in the game i'm not sure how long i'm gonna stick with it though there's a lot more structure in it this yeah time I, yeah there totally is like there's a full-on like, like story did quest you, have you been following the story stuff 
Uh, main, There's like for, three different ones. For the for the most part, I've been following just like whatever it the it just keeps giving you objectives. Okay. Like I'm yeah. still, um, I, again, I'm still really early. I probably in total probably play like three or four hours, like not not that much. Like I know you've put like twenty hours in the game or something. Uh, maybe like ten. Oh, ten? Okay. Maybe ten. Excuse me. Uh, I wish I put twenty hours in the game. <laughs> Um, you think you'll stick with it? Like keep yeah, yeah. I really like uh, the, the stuff that they did with uh, freighters and space. When you get to the point where it can be cars on planets. Oh yeah, yeah. And you build an actual base because I'm just hopping from system to system, a lot. Uh, I feel like I can't find a planet that I want to put a base on yet. Like I feel like I'm really picky because I know there's like quad million planets or whatever, and I want to find like the perfect <laughs> one or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I need, just need to commit and just say like, all right, this is this home. I've made like three different bases at this point. You oh, can just really? keep making bases. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I've been doing that whenever I need to. Um, but yeah, most of the stuff I do is this. Okay, so the missions, the, the actual missions that you do, because the freighter stuff is sort of like that Assassin's Creed Black Flag uh, mini game stuff, where you send out your ships to go do missions. Oh, for right, you. yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, that's what you you have like a fleet, uh, and your freighter is like the main one. Then you have like a bunch of frigates that you send out to go fight. Um, and at the space station, you get missions for yourself where it's like hey go raid a planet and like steal these resources from this facility you've been to those like field depots and yeah. stuff right mm-hmm. yeah it's just like missions like that like, okay hey, they'll give you a location and they're like hey go shoot it up and steal the stuff and cool. you get a lot of money for that so that's cool i'm also very greedy in this game as you may have noticed um during our playthrough together yeah i i'm not usually not that violent you stole shit i <laughs> you mined I, my planet i stole my definitely p- killed some innocent people on accident <laughs> Uh, not on accident. I I just got bored and I shot them. I don't know what it was. I was like more adventurous, but in a terrible way. While I was in your game compared to mine, I I don't usually kill innocent people. <laughs> it's, I only you, I only you, kill you, socially. You, you were just like no consequences. This is in my world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't remember my face. It's it's okay. But yeah, you know, I'm I I was a little spacist as for at first against the zucchini because they were spacist against me. Um, but now we're we're all friends. I'm friends with all the species at this point. Mm. I'm good standing. We know how to. I know how to speak the language, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Picking it up. I will say there's one disappointing thing I found out where um I can order bikini tacos. The um the opening sections of the game. Yeah. Um, it starts you out like the opening of the game. It's still the same where like your ship is like broken and yeah. you have to run around and find minerals to fix your ship. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I felt was very like, oh, this is unique to mine or whatever. Like I found a like a alien artifact and it gave me a word and it was a um, interloper, I think. Yeah, interloper. That's yeah. I thought that was a word like, oh, this is like my unique word. It turns out everyone gets the same word. <laughs> I get the same. So, um, it does make me wonder like how like when it comes to like the character stuff in the game and the story, like how scripted is that to a certain extent versus procedurally generated. I don't think, I mean, it's scripted in a sense that, like, interloper is in a list. So you got a list of tiered words, and you'll get the most, you'll get the identity-defining ones first. Then you'll get, like, more and more abstract words as you go on. Oh, really? Okay. But, like, it's pulling from an early bank. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think it's, it's like, a little, you'll get, like, overlap because of, um, of just how limited the bank is. Right. But I don't think it's, like, too specific i mean a lot of people i mean there's a lot of scripted stuff like getting the freighter for free is a scripted event mm-hmm. um you, i mean it's scripted in the sense that if you go to a place that has a battle going on you will always get the freighter for okay. free if you fight in it so it's like these scenes um, that are yeah over. these scenes go on and if you encounter them they're pretty much the same um yeah and i don't know uh, it's what it is 
Uh, you just got to remember at the end of the day, it is a team of eight to 12 people. I think it's 15. It's 15 of them. It might be, yeah. it might be less. So I mean, there's an indie title. I mean, good, good. I mean, the, I, think the, I think the runaway story of this game is the fact that they stuck with it. Yeah. You know, like, like good, good well, on they, them. They stuck with it during like Pathfinder and stuff when they were doing all that, but nobody cared until mm-hmm. they added multiplayer. Ex- exactly. Uh, which is why I hate people. I hate players. I hate gamers. Well, I think it. I think I hate it's myself. I think any any other like, you know, you hear stories all the time of like a game coming out and like you know it getting like shit on or whatever, um, and a lot of developers would just jump ship and like cash out, you yeah. know, essentially. Um, but I think for them going quiet and them just continually plugging and getting this game to be what it is now, like that's something that you don't see in the industry that much. It's, you you see it like stuff like Rainbow Six, like you know, you see <laughs> runaway stories like that. Like it's an accomplishment, definitely, of uh, Sean Murray's character as a person. Yeah. After dealing with that much harassment, mm-hmm. um, and still continuing to work on the same project, because I don't know what I would do if I was in that uh, same situation. Make Joe Danger Three. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But not good on them. I I think there's a lot of cool stuff in that game, yeah. and I think for the right kind of audience, like. There's a there's a n- there's some hardcore sci-fi stuff going on with yeah. some of that story later mm-hmm. on. Like there there's some planets and stuff where it's like just really cool like architecture and like just like it feels like like looking at like an old school science fiction movie or something. I uh, I walk out or I fly out in space with my um, metaphorical gold chain um, and I just I got I got a lot of got a lot of valuables on me and uh, every time I fly out in space I get scanned by hostile forces. That try to rob me, nice. uh, but I've I've gotten uh, pretty good at hiding in this in the asteroid fields, and it's always really cool because uh, they just shoot at you. Can see them blowing up the rocks behind you, mm-hmm. and uh, I usually go through like the big ones that are like it takes like a hundred shots or whatever to break through, and I just wait until they're like trying to break through it. I'll like reverse and go around them in some weird way. It's it's always cool. It's like uh, yeah, it's just space battles in the way that you want them. They're nice and fun. And I think uh, playing them in co-op would be interesting. We need to do that. But I don't think we've done like space stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be cool. Uh, but I don't know. It just needs more space stuff. I need, I want to play more of it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm very curious of like, like, the, I I, I was gonna say the end goal, but the end goal is like get the center of the universe or whatever. But I just want to see like how much it's able to grab me, like how di- how uh, into like the base building stuff like yeah. I could get because like. Everyone's comparing to like Minecraft or whatever, and Minecraft wasn't really my thing. I think Minecraft's really cool, and I respect that game. Um, but I think No Man's Sky might be a little bit more like there might be more to chew on for me as far as like. There's a lot more. It's it's all it's all how much structure they put into yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and that just depends on like how much they're willing to. Write. They brought on that writer. I don't know what his name is. Dang, uh, he was really good. He did. Um, I can I, I like how I remember like this guy's presence, but I don't remember his name or any of the prior work he did. There's a notable. They have a notable. They hired a notable writer, and that has been doing a lot of the new um, narrative stuff, and that is really good. Oh, okay. And like, I, a lot of people probably like skip through all that text because it's text. Uh, but you gotta remember, this is like still a small team making this. So, like having all that voiced is kind of unrealistic, um, especially for like a whole new patch, that, a free patch that's coming out years later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I like how it's doing. I like their. Uh, format and their delivery of their content. It's great. I want to see them more uh, happy. I want them to uh, live happy lives, have it's, kids, move on. It's definitely the the underdog story of the year yeah. in the games industry. Of 2016. Sure. 2016. 
I hung in with you there. I hung in with you. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of WarioWare Gold. <laughs> is, that, is that the Switch game? No, it's a 3DS game. Oh my god. You have a 3DS? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have the C-stick, the knob? No, I don't have the nipple. Oh, I have yeah, uh, okay. just an XL, like a black XL. Um, but no, I've been playing a lot of that. I really like the Warrior War games, and it's been a long time since like a, like a you know big because there's been like on the Wii U and I even think like the um, the DSi there's been like small like downloadable Warrior War games like uh, Warrior War uh, I think DIY was one or that might have been just a DS game. Um, there was a Warrior War game and watch, but the Gold Warrior War Gold is like a cool like. It's a greatest hit compilation of like a lot of the past WarioWare games yeah. uh, from all the previous entries. Um, but it's still really good. And like, it's been a long time since I've generally like laughed out loud while playing a game. <laughs> um, and it's really cool. So there's like a full on story mode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. So there's a full on story mode where Wario wants to make a bunch of money, obviously. Yeah. So he gets into the video game industry and wants to develop games, but he outsources all the game development to his friends. This is and, great. It doesn't this give him any, and plans on not giving him any of the profit. Why did they make a documentary on me? What this is unfair. <laughs> I feel like attacked. But um, and it's all voice acted too. That's awesome. It's really it's that like sounds weird. It it's very weird. Mario to hear. games voice acted sound weird. Yeah, it's really weird to have hear Wario have a voice. Um, how does he talk like? How about make all the money? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have to call the police. Please. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, so it's it's really good. Like th they separate the different uh, mini games into different uh, type, different uh, control types. So there's mash, which just involves using the directional pad and the A button. So just like pushing buttons. There's a uh, tilt, which involves you like tilting the 3DS with the gyroscope. So similar to like moving around like a Wiimote or whatever. Yeah. And then there's a uh, touch, which uses the touchscreen and the stylus. And they break it up. And and there's uh the microphone, where so many games involve you to like blow into the mic. Do they still have the foot game? What's the foot game? With the big old foot, and and it stomps you. Oh, um, oh, it's real. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like having a fever dream again. Uh, there's a one where you play as a giant Wario, and you have to like tilt the 3ds to move his feet up in the air to let pedestrians walk under you. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, there, there's all they, they. Excuse me. There's like a 300 uh, micro games in there. Um, so there's a lot in there and a lot of it is still, a lot of it is, uh, reused games from older stuff. Um, and some people might see that as like a complaint, like just like, oh, it's just old stuff, yeah. but it's been so long since a, a full on WarioWare game has come out that it, that a lot of stuff still feels kind of fresh out in my, in my eyes. And also they redid a lot of the art and the assets in it, um, which is really cool. And, uh. There's a challenge mode where you can like just do an endless mode and keep going. Is it, there a is there a WarioWare game on the Switch? No. Why? Um why does Nintendo do this? Well, I saw a lot of people complaining that why wasn't this WarioWare game on the Switch? And I can understand that argument to a certain extent, but keep in mind that there's like a million 3DSs out there right now. And they want to keep supporting that, you know, right. system, obviously, like Good Faith or whatever. And also, this game could have worked on the Switch, but you could not play it on a TV. Um, it would always have to be undocked because for the touchscreen stuff and the gyro stuff. 
I guess you could use the Joy-Cons to a certain extent, but that wouldn't feel right, I guess. Joy-Cons are great. I mean, like HD rumble? Eh. Are you serious? You can feel the ice cubes. Let me tell you about a stylus. <laughs> piece of plastic that's on the side of 3DS. Nah, they can, 3DS can die if I don't like it. Oh. Viva, Vita for life. Viva for life. Um, but no, Warrior War Gold is great. It, it, I was playing it and I was like, like, I was like, it's good to have one of these. Cause like, it, it got me thinking of like, they should make another Rhythm Heaven game. Cause Rhythm, <laughs> Rhythm, Rhythm Heaven, Heaven's so good. Rhythm Heaven might be my favorite Nintendo franchise. One of them at least. Like it's up there. What's the, what's the main song from Rhythm Heaven? The main song? There's like a, oh God, there was one song that I couldn't get out of my head. Now it's gone forever. <laughs> but uh they 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 made a uh, rhythm like like they made a, a greatest hits uh rhythm heaven game kind of like warrior War gold yeah. it was called megamix on 3ds and i enjoyed megamix a lot but i think warrior War gold is has a lot more to it um that made me think if they took the same approach but with a rhythm heaven game that would be really really awesome um but not warrior War is great um if you buy one last 3ds game it should be warrior War gold <laughs> um it's it's definitely one of my favorite games of the year like it's just so it's just like so frantic and fun and i was showing my girlfriend it and she really liked it and she doesn't play video games and uh she really really enjoyed it that's what nintendo's for fill all the markets but warrior war is fucking weird warrior war is awesome it, it, it is awesome um yeah i i've been really enjoying that i want to play more there's a full there's a mission uh uh section where there's like full on in-game achievements for playing certain mini games uh a certain amount of times um and yeah it's it's great really, really great warrior is nice. awesome everyone should play it warrior oh, is my favorite smash character he will always win he's a motorcycle can't stop him yeah isn't he uh do like a fart explosion or something yes he also turns into the greatest superhero of all time <laughs> is that canon yes. like in any other game uh, it's canon in smash so but like was it in a previous canon. game think so it's a probably a warrior thing maybe yeah pretty sure it's a warrior thing yeah yeah a lot of smash stuff happened today oh yeah that direct that direct came out today yeah did you watch it uh i watched only twitter after the fact (laughs) i mean you saw you saw the important part where they killed luigi uh yeah luigi got killed he got got he was not with his rabid crew he just had a vacuum yeah he just had a vacuum dude you know what's crazy is that like before the grim reaper like slashed him with that sight his eyes rolled into the back of the head so he was already dead like he got scared to death and then the reaper just stole his soul anyways that was kind of mean it was mean mean. but it's okay because at the end of the trailer you saw his soul like go back yeah they wouldn't let him back into his body yeah (laughs) Yeah, i think he's still a ghost i think that's canon now is it canon that luigi's dead maybe Maybe the maybe the maybe this is their excuse to do another year of Luigi, where they bring him back. Oh, year of re Luigi. Re Luigi. Year of resurrection. Oh my God! It's just can you imagine? It's just like Waluigi shows up with a Luigi outfit on and like trying to pass off as Luigi, like to Mario. <laughs> it's like, hi, brother. It's a me. Um. <laughs> what was that laugh? Don't worry about it. But uh, they had a direct today, and they announced like a bunch of other Smash stuff. Like they announced. The main thing, the main takeaway is they announced five new characters, uh, with Simon Belmont <laughs> from Castlevania. Yeah. Uh, I put below him because I didn't remember his name. The other Castlevania guy. Uh, Gunter. No. Uh, <laughs> Richard or something. It's a Richter. Richter. Yeah. Um, was he from the DS one? Uh, yeah. No, uh, he was from four. No, three. Simon Belmont was two, right? Simon Belmont, I think, is the original trilogy. Super Hero. 
No, you play as play as Richter somewhere in the. Is game. he is he the guy in the opening of Symphony of Night? He might you, be. May, may, I I don't play many Castlevania. I don't play any Castlevanias. Anyways, they announced another. He's like a the what what do they call Echo Fighter? He's like oh, an Echo his, Fighter of Simon. Uh, yeah, his, his yeah. twin, his brother from another uh, Dracula. Yeah. Well, speaking of Echo Fighters, <laughs> they announced Dark Samus. Oh yeah, Dark Samus from Metroid Prime Three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted Fusion Samus. I like Blue Samus. Blue Samus. It's my favorite skin. Favorite skin. Yeah. That should be a skin. No, it is. Isn't is it? it? Uh, Fusion Samus is one of the Ash outfits. Uh, maybe it is. It, it's been a while since I played a Smash Brothers game. I didn't it's play a good the game. Wii. Fusion's a good game. Fusion? Oh, I haven't played that Metroid game. Uh, the only game I have on my uh, DBA. Really? SP. SP. <laughs> I carved my name into it with a knife. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know. I was scared uh, it would get stolen. <laughs> uh, they also announced uh, Krom. Krom? Krom. Classic character. Oh, okay. From Fire Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, King K. Rule. King K. Rule. You know who that is? Uh, is he from Country 1 or 2? Uh, Bo? Is Dixie Kong there? <laughs> no. Because we they wanted to put that alligator in there. Oh man, dang! Wait, is Dixie Kong in the game as a playable character? I don't think so. It's Diddy Kong, right? Yeah, Diddy Kong. Okay, that's unfortunate. What about Baby Kong? Who's Baby Kong? The best Kong. <laughs> is the there sh- not a Baby Kong? No, there's Donkey Kong Junior. Baby Kong Junior. Yeah. Wait, isn't that just DK? No. Uh, well, you're technically right, <laughs> but like, there's. Well, actually, maybe you are right because. Donkey Kong is the arcade one yeah. where he's like throwing the barrels at Jumpman. That's... And then there's Donkey Kong Jr. who is Donkey Kong. Yeah. So you're that's right. Cr- that's uh, Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong is Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong who's throwing the barrels. Yeah. And then Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong Jr. in the NES game. Do you think like... Do you, hmm, there's some like weird like social political stuff going on between like Mario and Donkey Kong and his relationship... Mario's relationship with Donkey Kong's dad? Mm, I don't think so. There's some weird stuff going on. I don't there. think so. Do you so. think he like he they're okay with each other? They're cool with each other? Like Donkey Kong and Mario? Or Donkey Kong Cranky Kong and Mario? I mean they haven't interacted since the eighties. Like what do you what happened to Paulina? Pauline she's mayor of Don- New Donk City. Wh- what but what happened to the relationship they had? Who? Mario? Did Cranky Kong make it fall apart? What happened there? Ma- they just had a falling was it, out. Was it because what is what I wanna know more of this falling out. But I don't want to play the original Donkey Kong. <laughs> to find this out. Yeah. I can just see you play, going to an arcade, like Twin Galaxies or something, and just playing this game like, I want to get the lore! No, I'm going to go to the Cider Kid here in Dallas and just drink, get super <laughs> gone on some uh, solid ciders. I recommend the Crackberry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, then I'm going to play some Donkey Kong with Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby, yeah. yeah Hit him up. up. Yeah. I'm going I'm to play out with the, the true hero, um, the other guy. I don't even remember his name. I'm on the spot right now. But um, who's the king of Kong? <laughs> not Billy Mitchell anymore. It's he, Billy Mitchell. That's he got, well, he got caught cheating. Remember? Yeah, he did. That's unfortunate. But he has really good hot sauce. Have you had it? He is the sauce boss. Have you had it? Uh, no, but I can tell from the reviews. That's all I need. All right. I can taste. It's it. just him. Yeah. I can see him writing his own reviews yeah. for his hot sauce. <laughs> oh God, Billy Mitchell's great and terrible. Being wouldn't it be the first thing that he uh plagiarized. I'd rather hang out with Billy Mitchell than uh, Steve. He's got kids to worry about. Billy Mitchell's like, no. Billy Mitchell is the interesting, like, character. Yes. You know what I mean? 
But um, do you think he has a messiah complex? No. Do you think that's why he looks like that? Um, I made a joke about I um about him <laughs> plagiarizing his scores or whatever. Um, but there's been there was another story about plagiarizing in the news. Like, oh yeah. Um. So, IGN put out a review for the indie you game applied? Dead Dead Cells. Uh, I guess Monday or no. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Um, earlier this week, and so their review went up. Um, and then someone else on a YouTube channel called uh Boomstick Gaming, uh, solid. Made a video just straight up titled IGN. Stole my review. What do I do? <laughs> Which I think is a great title. Um, and straight up, like the writer of the IGN review, kind of looked took that video and rewarded it very similarly to that guy's video. Um, to the point where IGN took the review down. Is this a contractor who wrote it? Or That's what I thought too. I thought it was a freelance writer because I was like, oh yeah, yeah I, it sounds like something a freelancer. But wrote. it was a it was a Nintendo editor. Um, at IGN, and this was his first video review that he was doing. It's not that hard to do video. It's just written reviews. Yeah. Well, he wrote the... I think he... I don't know if he edited the review, but it was his first, like, review that was going to be, like, in a video review, like, mm-hmm. read. Um, but, so, IGN took the review down, and I believe in the same day, so um, they fired him. They fired yeah, that writer. That's terrible. It's... Like, is this the first time that... I mean, have have people like gone through his history? That like, that's all. Uh, that's all thinking because this brings in the question. All right, what has this other guy written? Is that stuff been plagiarized? Yeah. Who are they been? You know, it just brings in so many questions, and it it's it's very you because you want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt or whatever, but at the same time, it's like you literally broke the number one rule of journalism <laughs> school. Like literally, day yeah. one of journalism school is don't plagiarize. Someone's losing their diploma, and well, like that's career ending yeah you know like if you want if you want to bounce back from plagiarism yeah like you can't like you can't get a job you know presumably um and i don't even think like the guy the writer of the igm review he uh wrote that review like with bad intentions like you know stole that guy's words or whatever i can totally see like make whatever he was nervous or writer's block or whatever but that still doesn't justify like what he did Uh, you should not that should be like a rule, like to not look at other people's. I, it probably work it, it's hundred percent is a rule. You know that's what yeah. plagiarizing is. You know, like like while you're writing a review, you don't look at other people's stuff because mm-hmm. of like how easy it is to slip into that, like just subconsciously to start yeah hundred percent other people's lines. Mm-hmm. It's oh man, yeah. but but now you know IGN has to rewrite that review. They have yeah. to get someone else on that, and of course you know everyone's like giving IGN shit or whatever, like, saying like oh all your writers plagiar and no like. There's good people at IGN. Who's, who's the Ike? Who's the IGN? Who's the editor in chief over? I don't know what it is. Because uh, they slipped up. <laughs> well, again, like you can you can imagine like you know that any, any review I imagine goes through like pass throughs or whatever, yeah, and like a lot the, of pass throughs. Like, but like the, like the YouTube channel that this guy took from, like it was a small channel for the most part, and like you know no one's probably looking at that until literally the guy who ran that channel brought it up and exploded but i mean good on ign like literally all from the same day like went from taking the review down firing the guy do you think this has there been like any revelation of intention or anything behind it between the guy and the youtube channel no of like the guy like purposely trying to use it or was it just like oh like trying to get away with was he yeah i don't know i i have no i i don't know what uh, 
getting lied to as an editor in chief is crazy. <laughs> like having like one of your writers just lie to you and yeah. like you believe him mm-hmm. is wild. Well, you, well, like again, he was a Nintendo uh, editor yeah. there, so you can imagine that you know he was there for a while and he got he, he, and he broke, got the he, he got broke the, some trust. Well, yeah, long, exactly. Because like, all right, you're going to review this big indie game that's been in early access for a long time. Yeah. It's getting rave reviews everywhere. Uh, we're gonna give this one to you. And presumably reviewing yeah. the Switch version of Light it. Piece. You're having fun. Yeah. Um, and for this to happen, like, you know. You're about to play like Barbie's uh, Force Adventure. It was a good game. Um, yeah, it sucks. It's, a, you know, obviously a career ender for that guy. Um, but I think that. Maybe he can pivot into a YouTuber. That's all I was going to. That, that <laughs> I was talking this the other day with someone. And, like, that's literally. If he wants to continue working in the games industry yeah. as a reviewer or uh, just covering the industry in general. His only option is to like go on YouTube and do what he, you know, yeah. make whatever content. And just hope that people don't like fall, you know, like his stuff. But like that's best case scenario for him. Best case, yeah. <clears throat> Sounds crazy. On on the on the brighter side, Dead Cells looks like a really good video game, and I think I'm gonna buy yeah, it. Yeah, uh, Patrick did a great job. Patrick Fulbeck at it, uh, Waypoint. Uh, I think he just tweeted it. Oh really? Today on live stream. Oh, okay, cool. I was, I was seeing uh, Twitter updates on that. <laughs> so I saw the congratulations going around. Yeah. And uh, people hating on him. But, uh, you know, it's okay. He's, he is the ultimate uh, gamer. You think you'll play it? Because I know you're not really into Metroidvanias right now. <sighs> Probably not, because I, st- I never finished the um, the better Metroid. Not the game. Uh, um, the Mummy game. Oh. <laughs> that was a really good game. <laughs> the Mummy Guns. I like guns. Speaking of... Uh... Metrovanias. I've been playing more Hollow Knight. Oh yeah. I know we just got out of game stuff, but uh, I've been playing more of that game. That game's really well done. I'm really, really enjoying my time with that game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how far or how close I am to the end, but uh, it's really it's good. good. It's really it's good. good. Um, I mean, from what I hear from uh, James. Oh, he's playing it too. Yeah, he's he told me he's enjoying it. But. Oh, that's good. I mean, I need to talk to him about that. We need to have a lore discussion. Lore discussion. Uh, but yeah, no, that that totally sucks for IGN and uh for. The guy who uh, made that YouTube video on yeah, Dead Cells. Um, but, you know, good on IGN for making that call and taking a stand. Like, yo, this is fucked up. Um, I feel like uh, just the word gamers in general and the people who associate themselves with that word and that term, it's going to get more annoying. Uh, it's <laughs> like seeing the backlash at IGN and seeing uh, the backlash at every outlet mm. is pretty ridiculous. Well, I think this will all blow over. Over in a once while, like IGN's gonna get. It's gonna go back to people just like hating on IGN. Well, like every on every video review for the next coming months, you're gonna be like, oh, so who'd you play to? You know, people still say stuff about EA, but uh, freaking buying out IGN. Yeah. And like they're ten out of ten every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 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 it's like a lot of good people work at IGN. A lot of people a lot that of really people. care about what they do. You know. So it sucks, but they they made the right call in this yeah. situation. There is a. What was I reading? I was reading uh, that people uh, like some genuine uh, criticism of it was that with IGN in general and like those uh, traditional review sites, uh, not Giant Bomb, of course, uh, is uh, is that specifically what Giant Bomb has going for it is the lack of like individual personality and like in these reviews. So like, how do you uh, how do you how are you credible in writing something uh, to an audience when like they don't have like that back and forth with you? To like where they don't have um, the point of reference to understand where you're coming from, and I, I think that like uh, they might just uh, be expanded in like the bottom blurb of the articles that they normally write, or 
would just like come up more in the reviews uh, inserting themselves more but uh, i don't know i feel like uh i like i don't read reviews that much anymore unless i'm like uh, or unless it's from like people that i i know um based on like watching their other video content or something else but yeah it's a lot of people are not not feeling well the whole idea behind personality the review um of a game yeah when you think back to like when because i think everyone can agree that <clears throat> reviews nowadays are very like not necessarily not needed but are less important i guess to, to, to a certain mean, extent they're still important it's just uh like there's an assumption of objectivity going into reviews which is impossible mm-hmm. and uh but that, like, that's that's like what for for broad sense of, a, of the word review whatever yeah. it's a movie or a video game or whatever it's here's someone looking at this piece of entertainment or art and of giving an objective opinion on it yeah um so and the idea of having a personality behind it automatically gives to a certain extent a bias i guess to it um which you want to try and avoid but so every objective but, for a review to an extent yeah of of, of like media <laughs> Yeah, like, it's like that's saying, what that's gotta, what I gotta objectively criticize this art. Okay, I mean that like, that's what a re- that's what a review is. It? That's what a review is. But like how? Like you say, like whether or not a game, in the terms of a video game, is designed well, or if this mechanic is fully utilized to a certain extent. It's like, but at the end of the day, you're giving a review. That's a difference from that and like giving a like writing a piece on Jim, like like an actual. Like, oh, story. okay. I thought you were talking about. Like, I thought you were talking about a review. Well, here's the thing. That, that's what I'm saying. Is like. That reviews are inherently they can't have that like uh, objectivity that news reports do because news reports have at the end of the day they give you the information and that's it. Oh, reviews, okay. I you got, have, you I have got, to put a score down. I got, I got confused. And a I lot got, of people hang up on it. I, I got confused on what you meant. Okay, yeah. I got confused. Sorry. Yeah. No. There, I mean, there's a lot of good uh, writing that goes into it, but like the issue that people have is that they're just seeing text and they're not seeing like people behind it. they're seeing a company and not yeah yeah 100 percent. you're 100 percent right and well, well, pe- well not if people don't even read the review necessarily they just scroll yeah, down just, to the bottom and yeah. look at the score and well, then they look they, at the bullet points and then they look oh jim sterling gave <laughs> zelda breath of the wild a seven out of ten yeah. what the it's the greatest game of all time we're I'm gonna dox his site you know like <laughs> and that's like that you gotta you gotta know those people to like judge mm-hmm. the reviews off of you gotta know like where you fit on the spectrum of like, and also like people. if you are gonna like ideally if you're falling like if you're like there are certain people in the games industry that i would say a lot of people follow whether it is a jim sterling a colin moriarty a greg miller um ideally they like that personality or they like the games similar to what that person likes exactly so those are the people you're tending to fall into so when you go outside of that and someone gives a game like let's say god of war a game that say if you're a really big fan of greg miller who really liked god of war and you go to someone else who maybe didn't like God of War as much, odds are you're not going to agree with that person. Yeah. Um, so you shouldn't get mad because someone has a different opinion to, about, for you about a video game. And the issue isn't that people are getting mad that there isn't an opinion. They're, they're like, they can't tell, uh, they can't put themselves on, they can't have either a disagreement or an agreement mm-hmm. with the person because there's no personality to compare themselves off Sure. To. So they can't get a, like a good like guideline of it. Uh, and I mean I, that's been like an issue for most review sites. Um, I'm just harping on IGN, uh, but because like everyone harps on IGN because uh, they're like the pinnacle of. But reviews. I mean, but at the same thing, you see it on like GameStop, Games uh, Spot as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like um, every like GameSpot, IGN. Oh god, I can't remember anymore. Uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, like rock, paper, shotgun, stuff like that. I mean, like, you go to the sites, you see, like, blurbs of the writers. And obviously people that have been there for a long time and know each reviewer, and they, like, grow into that. But it's, like, from if you just go – because what they're doing is they're targeting people who are just going for individual reviews. They're not – like, their audience they're building is – like, they, they got two goals. They got, obviously, the audience they want in-house, and then they got the audience they're going for based on each title they review. And it's, like, you got to be able to be fresh every time – you write a new review for, for like people to be brought in. Unlike this podcast where you just can't jump, you can't jump in on any episode. You gotta, gotta be, you gotta, it, can you imagine like people jumping in on like the last episode or something where it's just like, what's going on? <laughs> it's like, whoa, there's aliens. Oh snap. I don't know what's going on to 2023. They talked about video games, but yeah, I, I don't know. Our reviews are a different beast and they, they uh, they're difficult to do. And obviously we've seen uh, people slip up. Well, the whole like, landscape of games coverage has changed so much in recent years where you saw a lot more personalities uh covering games and stuff and you know review sites coverage from sites like game informer or ign or whatever it's still there but like you wouldn't be surprised to see i don't know if let's say a youtuber really likes to play bethesda open world games like skyrim or fallout that they might get early two-week access to elder scroll 6 versus you know well, that's when the company name steps in. That's yeah, when, no, 100%. That's when the giant bomb steps in on Vinny and like, hey, calm down. <laughs> and like, no, they they like they come in and they're like, hey, this is, although we give the voice, this is like the credibility. This is the, the company that we work for that has the credibility. Mm-hmm. So like, um, it's there's there's a lot of companies that have that, like both personality and have like the company um, like uh, just uh, recognition. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, like a lot of review sites are just lacking um, anything outside of company recognition. I think they're moving towards that direction because yeah. if you look at stuff like IGN's YouTube channel, they're yeah. doing more stuff than just like previews and hands-ons and first five minutes and review reviews. They're doing you know live streams where they play like we're gonna play uh, Dead Cells for an hour on live stream and don't fall. <laughs> no, I just um, yeah. and you know you look at people that worked at IGN like Alana, you know. Yeah. Um, and she now works at Funhouse now. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. And, you know, you can look at that and, like, whenever she wrote a review, you like those. Or when Greg Miller was working there or Colin Moriarty. Yeah, and she um, got a job at Funhouse because she's a personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you definitely see games sites like that go more into that. I mean, you look at, like, a website like Giant Bomb that was entirely yeah. built on the foundation of, like, personalities that you like. Um. I'm just saying a lot of stuff that's going to make it a lot harder to get a job in that industry in like a couple years. <laughs> True that. So, uh, um, there's other, in other news, um, Rockstar announced that the Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> gameplay... If, Sorry. Rockstar <laughs> announced that... Uh, Take that from the top. Rockstar... Rockstar! Rockstar announced that uh, the Red Dead Redemption 2 gameplay review is going to... Gameplay reveal... Reveal? Revengeance. Talk. No, uh, is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, so they're going to finally review. So it's already out. By the time you're listening to this, it's out. Oh, man, that was awesome. Yeah, it was great. I love the revolvers. That horse. I love guns. Man, when you jump that horse. When the horse jumped a horse? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be awesome. We got horse jump. It's like sleeping dogs. You're on a horse, and you jump. (laughs) Can you hack a bear? And you're (laughs) bear hacking. (laughs) This game's crazy. Wow. Did you like Red Dead Redemption? Yes, I love Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption is arguably the best Rockstar game. Yeah. Um, the first time I had uh, hate crimes thrown at me. Uh, 
in voice chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still okay. Uh, you know, they, they say some uh, crazy stuff sometimes. It was the uh, the first time in a long time that you that I got to be play as like a Hispanic person online. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Hmm. Mm. That that was an interesting event. <laughs> that's uh yeah that's an interesting game. Do you think um. Obviously, tomorrow it's safe to say that they're going to be showing stuff from the single player. Yeah. Uh, do you? How much do you think Grand Theft Auto V's uh, multiplayer is going to influence Red Dead's uh, multiplayer? Uh, a lot. I mean, it, they already got the infrastructure in place. Do you they think it'll be like the same structure? Um, like mission-based stuff. I will. Like, like in terms of like, like user-created game modes and like the whole economy in it and stuff. Do you think all that stuff is going to be in there? Yeah. Like, on the same scale? I, yeah, because, like, what is GTA Five multiplayer but an expansion of what Red Dead 1 multiplayer was? Or like, the original Redemption. Because it was, like, in the same vein, it was still open world. It was still, you get money and for doing missions. You still buy voices online. You have your, your own personal reputation and everything. So, it's just an expansion of that. And we're just getting bigger and bigger games. I'm just curious of, like, how... Because Grand Theft Auto is crazy because there's, like, jets and cars yeah. and stuff. Like, how they make that work in, in Wild West uh, setting. Different horses, different... There's a lot of weird stuff in the West. They'll probably be, like, more narrative-heavy because Red Dead Redemption is a very narrative-heavy mm-hmm. game compared to... Uh, I mean, GTA is still uh, narrative-heavy, but, like, it's it doesn't... It wows you in a different way. There's a lot well, of Red, Red Dead had, uh, I would ar- argue, better... I wouldn't say written, but fleshed out characters. Because yeah. even though I really enjoyed the story in GTA Five and I really liked those characters, I was more interested in John Marston's story yeah. in Redemption. There is de- you definitely like get more um, warmth and connection to the pe- to the like the town and the towns of the people rather mm-hmm. than like LA or like San- Los Santos. Like those characters are either funny or like it's less of a parody. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. that. That being said, Red Dead Redemption, the original, probably has one of the best endings to a video game I've That's ever true. seen. I didn't believe it. I had to redo it like three different times. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. like the the post, yeah. like the real ending. Oh, oh yeah, you're talking about the sun, right? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That stuff is like in like late title card at the end. Like yeah. for those who don't know, I'm spoiling the end of Red Dead because I want to talk about it. Like you play as John Marston, and at the end of the game, when you get like so the whole game, you're like gathering like. Uh, uh, you're, you're killing pe- people for like the police. Right? Well, you're getting your crew, like you're getting your own yeah. crew, um, by government's orders yeah. in order to like see your family or whatever, or or release you or clear your name. Yeah. Um, so you're going around in the whole game, you're getting your old crewmates or whatever, and so when you get the last guy, the government's like, all right, you're good, go go do whatever. So you go visit your family, yeah. and you spend like the last like hour or two of. There's like a solid like I feel like time passes like. Two months or something. Well, you 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 just spend time with your family, yeah. and you're doing missions, but it's like missions of like, oh, go to the market with your wife, or yeah. teach your son how to shoot a gun. Like it's very like dad stuff. Yeah. And so you're doing all this, and at the very end, the government comes and comes after you, and so you have like this final standoff yeah. with the government, and John Marston dies. Like the character you've been playing off for like 20, 30 plus hours is killed. Um. So then the credits roll. And so, but they let you play as another just random dude, it seems like. Yeah. Um, so if you want to keep doing, like, side missions and hunt. And on your map, you get one of those uh, mis- side mission question marks. And you're like, oh, I guess I just didn't do that. But you go, and it's a full-on different quest line. And it turns out you're playing as John Marston's son, 
going after the guy who put out the bounty on your dad's head and you get to kill him and they it just does a splash screen of just red dead redemption with like the coolest like title card i've probably seen in a video game which is crazy because red dead took place in what 1911 something like that and that kid was definitely what was he like 10 or 15 he was a teenager oh he was a teenager okay so been like five years later yeah okay was it hmm. there's some weird time and stuff yeah but But. like (laughs) it was such a great ending to that game that game's awesome um, God, I want to. That game's on. Just gotta go play. Don't go back and play it. I mean, it's on backwards compatibility. Is it really? Yeah. Oh I don't know. I disc copy of it, but I think it's like ten bucks on XPL. It's worth playing the XPL game. Totally. It's a good game. Um. In other news, uh, Fortnite announced that. Um, Epic announced that Fortnite's gonna be on Android, but it's not gonna be on the Google Play Store. <laughs> Did you I see that? It, yeah. It's like you have to download it from their website. Um. And Epic's reasoning was like, we don't want to give Google the cut pro- <laughs> of the profits. Oh man, what is what is the um, what is the App Store cut of profits? Isn't it thirty percent? That's only that's Android. I'm that's what sure. that, that's what Google Play is Android. Yeah, but like uh, App Store for uh, iOS. Oh, iOS. Yeah. It might be thirty. Hmm. That's interesting because they're on there, right? They're on the apples. They're on app. Yeah, they're on iOS. Yeah, yeah so that's crazy. But I think I think in order to have an app on iOS, you have to go through that yeah. system. Like with Android, you can do whatever. You can download whatever. Um, <laughs> they they cut that loophole. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. But like the reason why I want to talk about this is because um, another story came out this past week where Bethesda said with Fallout seventy six, both the beta and the launch of the actual game, it's not going to be on Steam. It's going to be on Bethesda's own launcher. How many launchers do we? Do the uh, uh, do players have now? I know this is what I was gonna say. Like, uh, how many email addresses and accounts do you have? Because there's Battle.net, Battle.net, Steam, Steam, Epic now, Origins, Epic. Uh, there's more. I feel like there's more. There's to- yeah. Uh, what am I thinking? Like a big one too. Uh, you play. <laughs> I use you play a lot. I feel like you play. <laughs> Uplay's technically one. You have an account with yes. Uplay. I I have my I bought it through the Uplay store and I play it. Really? Yeah. Does it have it's its own launcher and everything? Yes. That's weird. Yeah. They Uplay is crazy. Hmm. Uh, Humble Bundle gets a lot of deals with Uplay when it whenever it comes to Ubisoft stuff. So really, you have to redeem it through the Uplay store. Huh. Okay. Which is alright. I guess Twitch technically because you get free games. Yeah. Through I don't know if it has its own launcher though. Hmm. Maybe. Oh wait, no. Because no, you just install a game at that yeah. point. Yeah, it gives you like codes and stuff too. It's okay, somewhere, yeah. somewhere else. Um, but yeah, it, it's like a thing where it's like everyone's starting to try. I don't. I I guess it's a thing where like, you know, developers, which makes sense. They don't want to give you know a cut to like Steam yeah. or whatever, yeah. which makes sense. Um, but it's just. It's funny. For for yeah, it's really funny. Like how many accounts do I have um, to have? I feel like they're gonna, hackers are gonna like exploit this somehow. Like I, I, I'm just imagining all the kids tried to do like yeah. a workaround, and somehow messing up and just when like, they download because like w- they got to disable like certain settings, don't they? Like yeah, to allow pro- that access. Probably that that or, or like they get a bad file that just has a bunch of malware on it. Yeah, and, like, like they're, they're like phone. turning off a file firewall to access yeah, that on their phone, 100%. which is great. Oh my god! But you know, like you know, Epic's just like we're getting the money or whatever. You know, <laughs> they're gonna call it Fortnite, but spelled correctly. Fortnite. <laughs> it's Fortnite. <laughs> Is that a website? Is that, I'm, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna go to Fortnite. Safe search off. 
Fortnite. Dr. Joff, come on. All right, fine, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'll be safe. Fortnite.com. Always use production. Loading. Oh, it leads to the actual website. Oh, does it? Yeah, they own yeah, Fortnite? Yeah, yeah, they own That's Fortnite. That's funny. That's really good. I mean, it, it's, it's smart. smart yeah. yeah. It's like for because uh, parent, yeah, parents, yeah, kids, kids are like, I want to get Fortnite. Yeah. Okay, let me type. You know. Um, That's why we have Road to E3 and Road to E3. The number and the word. Oh, do we really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Wait, is is the word like the number two? Yeah. Oh, okay. We have both. We have the number and the T-O. Oh, do we, really? do we have the T-O-O? No, we don't. Because, like, that'd be wild. <laughs> is it E3 or 2020? You're making me buy this now. <laughs> I just want to see if it goes anywhere. It does not go anywhere. Okay, so yes, that domain it's is It's soon going to go somewhere. Because this has been recorded. <laughs> this is out there. Cut to next... Uh, next week or whatever. It's just like a point on the lake. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Um, I, I would like to imagine that it links to your Twitter. Oh my god. Oh my god. But not the show's Twitter. Twitter that'd yeah. Be great. Um, but no, that's really funny. That uh, I mean, I you could totally see where all these different developers want to have their own launcher yeah, for stuff, for and sure. it makes sense. Well, publishers just want their own thing. Yeah. Um, I do think it's funny that for Bethesda specifically, they in, they in their wording for when they announce the beta and the game will not launch on stream, they basically yeah. say at won't launch on stream. So it gives them <laughs> like a back uh, a uh, pushback to yeah. say like, oh, now we're going on Steam if in case you know the game will sell well. Obviously, yeah. like there's no argument there. But if they want to have like another push, of... I'm glad that there's not a monopoly on launchers. Yeah, it's good. There's just a monopoly on everything else in the industry, so it's it's good to see. It's not well, you do, you don't want like. Steam or whatever to like say like, like Steam had the controversy like what three weeks ago like a month ago which one where they had like hey we'll let you put whatever terrible oh, right. hate speech you want in your game or whatever we we're open to every game mm-hmm. apparently and it's just like well you get those kind of games uh, like associated with just regular games and it gets really weird and like a lot of developers don't want to associate themselves with sure them, but like just bad practices so wait well, you you wouldn't like I'm I imagine a company like Bethesda doesn't want Fallout 76 to be yeah, next to a game it. like, you know, like, uh, Hatred or something, yeah. you know. There's, like, greedy we- greedy reasons to have your own platform, and then there's, like, also, like, the political reasons to yeah. have your own thing. No, they're both valid. Yeah. So, that's gonna be weird. Um, <laughs> the only last, like, news story I have, really, is, like, PUBG announced that they're fixing itself with a big ad campaign Ooh. about fixing the game. I, How? Well, uh, they so they have a website, uh, literally titled fix.pubg.com. Oh my god! Which I think is a great URL. That's pretty good. Um, and literally they just show graphs of like what they're gonna. They have a roadmap. Wow! Oh wow! You're showing me a map. This is great. yeah. They have a whole roadmap of like what they plan to add in the coming <laughs> months to the game. It's funny. Um, so yeah, I guess a lot of people were complaining about the game yeah. uh, about PUBG, just like them not like focusing more on like loot boxes and stuff. Um, and I can totally see him making this kind of move in the world where Fortnite is now the biggest game in the world and is a battle royale game pretty much at this point. It's free. And it's free as well. Man, that $30 price point is really hard for a lot of people. Well, it's, it's so weird because last year PUBG was the game of 2017. Yeah. Like everyone was talking about PUBG. Everyone loved it. And literally. But like the numbers of Fortnite dwarf it because it tapped into that free market it tapped into that free market well it it was such like a slow like climb because yeah. it got that battle royale movie like late last year early this year like january or something and i felt like it was just a slow climb because i kept just hearing about it and then the whole 
ninja and drake thing happened and like it blew up more than you could possibly imagine to the point where like people who it's a middle school staple it's 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 this generation's call of duty yeah i mean you're not wrong (laughs) it's terrible to say it out loud but you know it's true yeah no it's totally true (laughs) and like to to the point where call of duty is now adding a mode in there and like if they actually do it well you could totally see battle royale modes being multiplayer like that's just the multiplayer option. Oh, man. There's so many level design problems when you do when you go to deal with, like that PUBG is dealing with right now because their amount of engagement to like your engagement time compared to you just like your active time is, uh, it's off. It's like people are walking around for thirty minutes and then they have a two minute encounter, mm. and it's like people are just dropping off of that game because of that. And I don't know. Well, you can make the same thing about Fortnite, you know. But it's free. It's fr- it's free. And, like, yeah. It's. It's a lot harder for people. Like they 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 can do it because there's like a lot of kids and like younger people who don't, don't care about that, and who just want to just sit in front of a screen and play games. Uh, and like you're because the whole thing the drop off is PUBG targeted at like more adults and more gamers. It's a realistic game. It's sure. More adult ish game, uh, and those people have less like attention, like more. I should say, um, they have. Less free time yeah. to offer up to play, games. and they have more ideas of like they have more recognition of how they use their time and more like uh, objectivity when it comes to that. So it's like ob- like comparing a kid to playing Fortnite to like uh, like some dude with a nine to five who's playing like PUBG. Like he's gonna drop off of PUBG faster because uh, first he paid for it obviously, and he's like Ugh. he's like I paid for this game, I hate it, and it's like a terrible experience. He's gonna tell other people that. Well, I think it depends on does the person. Does a person playing PUBG enjoy the whole part of you scavenging for stuff for twenty minutes or so? That, no, that's a part that people are like saying like it's it's because that's level that's level design is that it's too far apart. Well, I, too, think, like, I think there's some people the, that... the amount of scavenging that you do is not enough, and like people are spending more time just traversing the map uh, to gather more stuff. Uh, and those the stuff that's there is farther apart, and because I keep hearing constantly, constantly people hating how much they're walking in that game and how much there's just downtime. And it's like it's from the amount of people I've heard it from, it's like it's this is getting pretty this is like pretty ridiculous. Um, I think that could be a problem, but I do think there are some people that do like like the tension of that. You know what I mean? Like there's a suspense in that game of like like it's almost like a horror movie. But the cost value of that is just not it is there. it is. But that's what makes it tense. You know what I mean? So if you so when you lose, it's like the worst feeling on the planet. But when you win, it's like the like it's like being a dark souls. The curve to that, like the anxiety buildup, and then the release of like the cathartic like engagement is not. It's just too. It's like, too. People it's too, drop yeah. off before they get yeah. to that point. No, you're 100 percent right. Um, but you could say the same. Th- you do the same thing in like Fortnite, and I understand they're kids. I know, I know, I know they're kids. I know, <laughs> I know it's kids, but like I think the popularity of the game extends much beyond the design. Because if you, because like there's. Obviously, there's the building stuff in Fortnite, but when you look at, like, those two game modes, it's still 100 people on an island, a circle enclosing, people scavenging for shit, um, and shooting each other. There, there's obviously the base building stuff, but I think more of what made Fortnite the success is that fact that it is free, the fact that YouTubers, you know, the same thing happened with PUBG, but, like, hundreds of YouTube videos of, like, crazy, insane, kill, last minute, uh, clutch, um, and the fact that it had a more cartoony art style, so not only... Could it be appealing to more kids? 
But it's because the YouTubers are there in Fortnite because they got the kids who are playing the game watching them yeah, more. Yeah, true. Because, and that's why they're sticking longer to Fortnite than they dropped off of PUBG. True. Because there's less people watching PUBG because it's terrible, as terrible to watch PUBG as it is to play PUBG. And the same thing with Fortnite. But the difference is YouTubers hate themselves so much <laughs> and they put themselves through so much Jesus crap Christ. that they will deal with so much garbage just to get viewership. Because we're all greedy, terrible people. And we just want eyeballs, and we want that number on our Twitch stream to be above, like, 100. And we'll do literally whatever it takes to get on that point. We're all, like, video whores. We're terrible people. And that's that's what it is. That's what the deal is. I've seen a lot of streamers screaming how much they hate Fortnite. They never want to play it, but they have to because it's a big game. That's what most Twitch streamers deal with. Is If it's not the top 10 game that's going on, then what's the point of playing it? There's no viewership there. And everybody just cares about the viewership. Or you don't, and you're playing Two Town Online, having a great time with my five friends. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've never seen Rudy more like passionate, <laughs> <and> angry <laughs> at the same time. I was like, it's I, okay. The depression's wearing off. I got scared. So, what is Two Town still up? <laughs> uh, I think there's a new. You know how like they have the vanilla WoW? Yeah. They have like a Two Town uh, Resurrection server <laughs> or something. Two Town Resurrection. Oh, I should. It's more equivalent to Star Wars Galaxies. Uh, oh yeah, because there is a Star Wars Galaxy server is it, that's live. Did they do the app thing that uh, Club Penguin did? No, no, this was before that time. It shut down in like 2012 or 2011. So when you type in Toontown.com, it leads you straight to the Disney website. Good. Oh man, yeah, I've seen too many people, too many like YouTube videos of like celebrating Toontown online than for what it than what it actually was. It's crazy. How much? Uh... It's a fun community. How much uh, staying power do you think Fortnite has? Uh, do you th do you think do you think that it, it it'll last longer than PUBG? Yeah. Yeah. How long do you think PUBG has it? Uh, PUBG is gonna settle with its core audience. It's gonna be like armor level. I mean, it's a popular version of it. Is what it is. It's a popular version of like the armor experience, and like it's just scaling up from there. Because it's still a popular game. Yeah. Like people are still playing it. Like. Yeah. If you look at the number, I think, I think the last time I, look, I saw the numbers, like it was like 200, 300,000 people, yeah. concurrent players or whatever. Um, I do think. Um, There's going to be a drop off when those like Call of Duties and those Battlefields start adding it. Oh, that, 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 that they're... also. Well, here's the thing. I think if Call, Call of Duty, for whatever your, your opinions are, Call of Duty, you can say that those games are incredibly polished. You know what I mean? Like, um, as far as like. Big budget uh, multiplayer games like recently, some of their stuff hasn't been published. Like the, maybe the last two Call of Duty's. Yeah, yes. They haven't published public. Excuse me. They haven't published. been polished <laughs> yeah, gameplay wise, uh, but like their art assets and everything are all top notch. Sure, yeah, hundred percent. But like, if they can get a big battle royale mode right on that kind of scale with that kind of budget, that could be really cool. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of how do they get a game with the style of Call of Duty to work in that kind of environment. Like, are you scavenging for weapons? Really are... intense game of gun game. <laughs> what was the, uh, wasn't there the that crossbow with the explosive? Oh, on it? God, yeah. That was good, too. I don't remember the game that that was. I think it was just called Gun Game. Oh, yeah, that was part of Gun Game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I could totally see a world where Call of Duty or Battlefield make that game mode even more popular than it already is. If they tap into, like, if they take away from PUBG, like some of the stuff that is tracking what what is left of PUBG, uh, that's going to be huge. But like they're going to go to the realistic like shooter experience and like the, or the more like the casual but militarized and like adult shooter experience. Like they're taking if they take casual players away from PUBG, 
it's it's like what's left is you're gonna have the armor crowd well not not yeah not only that but like the fact that call of duty is so like like there's money behind it you know what i mean like like the, yeah the, the, the game the game will objectively the, the game will objectively run better like it will it will be 60 frames it will look good like it'll have all that polish there um, gonna, oh man and like it, you, you can even make the argument that maybe it will take away from the Fortnite stuff, yeah. but Fortnite's still free. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's what they the got. The, oh god, that's a big, that's a big thing for that game. They can make a costume and make two million in a day. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Epic's like company like value went up to like the millions or something. <laughs> like it was like an absurd amount. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely curious to see what that mode in Call of Duty is gonna look like. Come. <laughs> I'm so excited. You gonna another, buy it? I want another Call of Duty game. I started following this dude on YouTube, like this Scottish guy. Uh, he does he does videos exclusively on Call of Duty, and uh, he's he's a very big fan of Price, the original Metal uh, Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> the original uh, uh, Call of Duty seri- uh, Modern Warfare series. So I was like, I was I was getting back into that feeling. I never played Ghosts. I kind of wanted to play the story for Ghosts. It's not good, uh, but yeah. I, I if oh my god if it turns out it's like another home front I'm gonna cry, I like I don't think I can deal with another home front right now. You know what they should do? They should make a Call of Duty five. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what if they did that? Like put a five on. The oh title. god! If they use the gameplay mechanics from three, that'd be ooh, that'd be interesting. But like make a like a, like we're done with all these spinoff games. Yeah. Like let's make a five. Like you know what I mean? Because like what would five be? I don't know. Battle Royale, just that. Call of Duty Five Battle Royale. Royale. Like what? What time frame would the war take place? Cold War. Cold. Oh my! <laughs> it's a James Bond thriller. Oh my god! Yeah. It's the man from Uncle, the game, the movie, the game, <laughs> the game, the movie. Um. Now I don't. I don't. I honestly. I honestly don't know how much you can change Call of Duty to make it feel like fresh again. Because Call of Duty Four was like changed everything. It changed how you design multiplayer shooters from just straight up deathmatch stuff, like from having RPG systems with like individual weapons. You know. Um, oh, what if they take the crisis approach, start adding those mechanics? Oh, make it an RPG, Western RPG game. Oh my God, they do that a lot with the the zombie mode. Sort of. <laughs> but zombies is boring. Yeah. Um, but like have that in the single player experience that would uh, if they bring back like a new if they if they do like new call of duty single player which they were known for for their first five titles or four titles um then that would be something that's just uh, i mean not unprecedented but you know it's, it's big well the thing is is that they announced with the upcoming game black ops there yeah. is no story mode well that's what i'm saying for like five, five whatever, if they do whatever it would be five. after the yeah. fact uh by 2022 hopefully <laughs> They just make another World War Two two yeah. shooter. They're just like fuck it. I mean, oh man, what like the thing that they did good with Modern Warfare is they're like individual stories of people, and if they there's so many to pull from just from the last uh, thirty years of American conflict. Sure, yeah. To just like dive into <clears throat> like base it base it off an individual like person dealing with like just scale it. Just it's all about scale, and that was my foot that popped really loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I can but yeah, still as, feel far, it. as far as like. Battlegrounds and battle royale modes in general. Like, I think if Call of Duty, especially, because you know, Call of Duty is all it is like, real, real, the sales are down, yeah, compared to past titles, but it's still a huge game. And I think if they're able to do a battle royale mode of with that kind of budget, 
with that polish there, I think that could really do some stuff. Like <laughs> what what that stuff is, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting come November, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for the Call of Duty. Excited for games again. Video games are way pretty shouldn't be. cool. Uh the only last thing I have on here is like Evo happened. Yeah. Oh, Sonic Fox. Yeah. Did you watch it? That was awesome. Did you watch the yeah, Dragon Ball Z stuff? I saw, I saw uh, that was the last like five battles. Like that, that was awesome. That final fight between uh, Sonic Fox <laughs> and uh, Geo One. Geo One, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Like he blocked. Like Geo One like blocked for like twenty yeah, seconds straight, that. and like, ah, <laughs> uh, like I'm not huge into fighting games or whatever, um, but watching that was just like crazy. Look at the faces. Uh, the cutaways to like the to the fighters yeah like after the results of matches funniest thing ever mm-hmm. uh freaking uh geo1's face when uh, after sonic fox won just like scowling yeah. at him just mm-hmm. uh and that's just that was every match with that guy it was yeah. awesome it's it, it was crazy it was such a good fight too like yeah. like um did you see that um the stuff that happened in the smash 4 finals I did not watch the Smash. Like, okay, so I rewatched Dragon Ball Super. I watched Dragon Ball Super. It's the first Dragon Ball series I ever watched, like maybe a month ago. And so, like, I really got hard into like Dragon Ball for a while, and I followed like Dragon Ball Fighters stuff. And but I have not seen the Smash stuff. Have you heard about it? I've not heard anything so, about Smash. The Smash more fi- the grand final specifically. Yes. It was it was two fighters, and they were both like friends or whatever. Okay. Um, they both picked uh, Bayonetta. Which is apparently a con- like a I've, yeah I've heard it's I've heard Bayonetta controversial yeah so when so when they were going to mirror match Bayonetta yeah. people just started leaving wow <laughs> that and then when the match actually started um so the two guys were friends like the yeah. two finalists they were like friends or whatever so they just started fucking around while fighting like to the point where they were like charging like this gun but just like stood there as the match was going and people were like screaming in the crowd wow. and a, and a judge had to come up and say like you're both going to be disqualified if y'all don't play yeah. or whatever um just like to frankly kind of disrespectful yeah. stuff is like you're at evo um so yeah that was kind of crazy yeah um it makes me wonder like like how because melee is respect that's like the game that's respected in like yeah. the fighting game scene or whatever but I, like does that give them i guess that does just give a worse name to smash 4 as a only dickheads play melee <laughs> oh, oh, oh man coming with a fighting okay game. sorry <laughs> You should no, get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> God. No. Um, oh my God. Only more. Excuse me, James. Cut that out. No, uh, only more serious players uh, play melee. Uh, like, like who's playing melee now? Is like people that are really invested in it and like really into it. Like it's it's a certain type of people that are playing that at that level. It's not people that are gonna have fun doing it. Like, their fun is very calculated and very, uh, like... Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> as far as, like, a competitive game, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. I but mean, that's the difference from that and, like, going to watch, like, Dragon Ball Fighter Z and, like, the Smash yeah. 4. Is that it's more fun, it's more lighthearted, because it's new, and you're not I wouldn't every... say I wouldn't say Dragon Ball Fighter Z is more, like, it's fun because it's new, but, like, it's also just a good fighting game. Yeah, it's fresh. It's like it's 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 um, I don't know. There's there's a different energy to it and a different audience. Mm-hmm. There's not you you're not gonna get the Smash Four audience. It's yeah, true. Audience. True, true. Because I want to go see Cloud. I don't want to go see freaking uh, who's in like even not even Snakes and Melee is he? No. no. 
Yeah, I don't. If if it don't got snake, I don't want it. If it don't got cloud or snake, I don't want it. <laughs> well, Smash Ultimate coming. Mike, they got it all. They got all of them. Yeah. King K. Rule, Dark Samus. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I, I guess like next Evo, like Smash Ultimate will be there instead of Smash Four, and like, so there's that. Did y'all see those announcements that they made at Evo? <laughs> like the fucking Walking Dead guy in Tekken. Is he really in Tekken? I, yeah, I, I like. I thought that was a joke. I didn't no, know the, that's a thing. Like they're putting the. Uh, hey, Master Chief was in like a virtual fighter or something. Or like I think Spartan, it was Dead or Alive. Spartan was in Dead or Alive. Yeah, yeah. he had a plasma grenade weapon. Yeah, definitely thing. like a female Spartan. I don't know. I think it was just Master Chief. No, it was, it was definitely like a specific Spartan that had their own story. I, There's a lore behind the whole Spartan in that game. <laughs> Not in the game, but in Wikipedia that I've read. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you beat the arcade, I imagine you get like a yeah. small montage of cutscenes. Yeah, it's like and... she comes out of her armor like Samus. Oh, wait, no, that's the, the Bonnie Owen animated bit. <laughs> same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this Evo was probably, like, I think they even had like the most like watch of a stream at one point. Yeah. Like two hundred. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was in there when it was like two fifty. Yeah, and like popping. and like Dragon Ball Fighter Z was like the number one yeah. game on Twitch. God, I love that game. Good yeah, game. Um, it made me want to buy it. I don't even like fighting games that much, but like seeing that game was like maybe I should pick up Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all the the news really uh, that I got. When I think of melee, I think of just endurance, and I don't like it. Endurance? Yeah, just what? like the endurance to like no precision of that game for so long because like what it, it, it goes like fast it goes super yeah. fast or something well i mean it's just like the the way you play that game as well as like like you need a certain like thought process when you go into that like competitively and like how because mm, like it's been analyzed and criticized and like understood and like hacked and figured out for so many years how old is that game excuse me 2002 it's, it's been nearly like a freaking two decades yeah of people like trying to figure that out it's the same I mean, thing with like arcade games you could say that with any fighting game though you know people analyze it to stop and what a game like uh like dragon you know, like Ball. people are moving on and they're switching games well with we'll a game if, like if you only play melee uh that's i'm kind of I'm kind of not trusting you a little bit <laughs> kind of worried but like you take a game like dragon ball like people are going to find out stuff about that game like a year from now yeah. that they don't know now well a game then like they're melee, gonna play uh, that, uh well, i think Walkers. i think i think with a game like melee um, or smashing, I guess just melee. That's you know been around for so long. Like, like the, they don't recognize that they're the same as like arcade players playing for high scores. What do you mean? Kind of weird. Uh, you know, like like uh, Steve Weeby, guys like that, like guys that play arcade games over and over, competing against each other for high score, doing the same thing. It's that's the same as that's like different because games. with an arcade game, you're not playing with another person. You're studying like the you know the algorithms in the game. And but stuff. you're doing that. With like competition with the other person, I mean but, it's but, still there. But with a fight, you're literally one on one with another yeah. person. Like you're not fighting algorithms. You're fighting algorithms as far as like a, another character's moves, but it's still like in real time. If that makes sense, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's an active part to it, but it's like that goes that still goes against it because of like how in depth and how technical that is. It's too technical. Sure. Yeah, I'm done bashing. <laughs> I played a lot of melee when I was younger. But like I, I still I still have as a child I still have wow uh, I still have my uh, GameCube disc nice I'm not a big Smash Brothers guy you can sell so. that for like fifty bucks what you can sell that oh for like yeah a bunch yeah I'll keep it yeah. gotta preserve that history yeah because you know uh, speaking of losing history 
uh, Emu Paradise is uh, shifting their dropping all their Nintendo emulators. What? Uh, like one of the, uh, one of the major um, emulator sites. It, is this because of that lawsuit? Yeah, because the loss of the oh, lawsuit. That's a crazy. lot of other wow. emulator sites are dropping their uh, collection. That's crazy. So it's getting real sketchy right now. So thank God, uh, PS Viva is coming pre-ordered with 600 so uh, NES it, titles. It's, I'm just I'm guessing it's just the Nintendo stuff. Yes, for now it's the Nintendo stuff. But you got to think that's Famicom. That's that's both the Japanese version yeah. and the American version of those consoles. And that's a lot of games. What about Dolphin? Uh, yeah, probably like all the way through Dreamcast. That's and cool. All the way, probably. No, I don't think they're gonna hit Dolphin. I think when they hit Dolphin, they got it's gonna be hard. But it like I, I think they're staying away from Dolphin. That's crazy. Yeah. That's God. Like I remember reading something that like one site was doing it, but I didn't know it was all. Or I okay. downloaded um freaking uh, UN Squadron from Emu Paradise like a few months ago because I just love that game. And it's a Nintendo game, and it's hard to find freaking for. Uh, console, so that's kind of a bummer that that's happening. Yeah, and well, it, it, it's not on. Sorry, it's not on the Nintendo like store. It's not on the Nintendo store. That game is not on like the Nintendo uh, the retro whatever console. It's like you can't get that game unless you buy an original copy of it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's probably like super expensive yes, now or whatever. I'm upset. Well, I remember like <laughs> when the Super Nintendo was coming out. Uh, Earthbound is on there, and that's a really hard game to find. Yeah. And when that came out, like. That's just gonna bring the value of that game down. So like, it's you, a, you, you can buy that on the Wii U. I know it's on the Wii U virtual, but same same point. Um, yeah, that definitely just sucks because it makes it harder to get a lot of. I'd be cool with those that if they like actually released a full catalog of it on the virtual console, but they won't. They they will. They officially said that they're not doing virtual consoles. Um, so if I go, why am I trying to buy that? It's not making profits on resales. I th- I think it's to. Preserve IP. Preserve IP and protect our brand. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just got to start drawing, like, uh, porn of every Nintendo game and destroy them that way. Destroy their IP. Imagine if Rule 34 is already taken down all their Nintendo oh, porn out of, out of, like, fear. All I have left! <laughs> Get all your Emu Paradise porn I need just my, down. <laughs> I need my King K. Rule, like, expansion. Ugh. I need my King K. Rule for Say that out loud, man. Yeah. Didn't think I'd say that tonight. <laughs> uh, that's all the news yeah. for this episode of Road to E3 2023. <laughs> that might, oh man, that might be worse than what I put on my list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. We're only an hour and a half in. Oh, we're Which good. Means we got two hours left to read this list. Well, better buckle <laughs> up, I guess. Oh, man. No. What was, there was something bugging me. <laughs> Going back, circling back to our IGN discussion about watching other reviewers and stuff of, like, other different perspectives. I ended up on, like, four different alt-right websites. I I call them white boy-only clubs. And uh, it got, they were, uh, they did not like him. Um, And surprisingly enough, unsurprisingly enough, a lot of them were anime fans. A lot of them were in this voice acting community, a lot of them were uh, like angry at like white knighting or whatever. I don't, it's it's complicated. A lot of stuff is going on on Twitter. I this is why I'm dying. <laughs> uh, but essentially, there's a lot of bad people out there. Just keep doing your job. Keep trying to push yourself. I'm done ranting. Um, do you have anything to say on this? You're just staring at me. I'm Read cool. your prediction. Yeah, okay, sorry. I'm very tired today. 
Um, welcome back to Ribby's. <laughs> Jesse, do you have any predictions this week? I do not. I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep a disappointed. I get to here. rant because you didn't write anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, so this week, uh, we got a, we actually got a lot of new announcements. Oh yeah. I tried to keep it brief, uh, cause a lot of stuff came across my desk. Uh, but I was t- too busy, uh, on Kiwi farms, uh, in the worst way possible. Um, I did not, sorry. Uh, that's, that's the name of the, one of the sketchy websites. Okay. Don't, don't ever go there. They're terrible people over there. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I got some good stuff. First up, we got uh, some Microsoft updates as usual. Okay. So we're going to go through the big three, and then we're going to go through the publishers and the newcomers. So, you know, same old tradition. Same old. As we usually do. I read off predictions that come across my desk from the future. And, uh, yeah. Who's giving you these predictions? We don't know. We don't know. You don't need to know the future. That's all you need to know. Um, thank you for checking out us. Uh, welcome to the fifth episode. Rudy, what is I'm stalling, sorry. the first Microsoft <laughs> that came across your desk? Uh, first, up, time. <laughs> first up, we have uh, Bill Gates. Uh, it has actually flown down from New Olympus, uh, which is Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Uh, Virginia uh, sorry, I was freaking out. Um, to congratulate Phil Spencer on the release of the Xbox game. So he actually flies down in a cloud, a literal cloud vehicle, like what they do on uh, using Microsoft cloud knowledge storage. Uh, and they fly him out there to congratulate him on the release of his next-gen console. So I think it's pretty big. Because, mm. um, like, when's the last time Bill Gates has been on at an E3 press conference? Uh, never. I'm pretty sure he was there for, like, the original Xbox release. But that's it. I know Fusion Frenzy is his favorite original <laughs> Xbox game. Yeah. I don't think he was at an E3. I think he was at the first E3. I'm pretty sure. Like, the first time uh, Xbox was there. Wasn't that The Rock? Huh? The Rock? The Rock was at an E3. Yeah, that might have been at the same time. All I remember, I see, I, I remember seeing him on stage. So it's been like two decades, <laughs> and he's still alive, which is great. Uh, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah. Um. So next up, we have a bit of Sea of Thieves news. Oh shit! Um, They're still. Thieves... Star- <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Rare has not worked on anything. Uh, but... Sea of Thieves still in early access. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. a head. That's a headline. Uh, I'm, I'm joking. It's Sea of Thieves two, of course. Oh, okay. Uh, it's still in early access though. It's a it's a new title that they have in early access. They they love it. Um, it's called uh, Sea of Thieves two live and sea loaded, uh, and their dev team has. That's gross. <laughs> that's gross. Uh, their dev team has announced a partnership with reformed Somali pirates to introduce modernized piracy in the game. Um, so what? they're doing some hardcore research uh, to make their. Uh, piracy feel more realistic and more modern. Sort of what Call of Duty 4 did to the franchise they want to do with their uh, budding uh, uh, trilogy. I'm going to ask you to lay the papers down on the table because I can hear them rustling in my mind. (laughs) Uh, So they're supporting, Rare taking a stance in supporting piracy and Sea Loaded? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sea of Thieves 2, Sea Sea Loaded. Live and Sea Loaded. (laughs) Which one is it? Uh, It's both. Um, so we have a few exclusives. Uh, okay. Titles, obviously. Um, wait, so wait, wait. So is Sea of, uh, Live and Sea Loaded not a s- exclusive? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, we didn't announce the game yet, um, but it is an exclusive, obviously. Okay. Uh, I said obviously. Well, I don't like saying the word obviously. I don't trust myself anymore. Um, I, I don't know who's on this podcast right now, because it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Viva Pinata, Shuffle, <gasps> Stay Strapped. It's coming out. What? Uh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> What was it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Viva Pinata shovel stay strapped. Shovel stay strapped. Uh, yeah, you know you gotta 
if anybody comes at you, you got to keep that shovel strap and yeah. bonk them. Okay. Got to bonk them real good. Yeah. Because you can't trust pinatas. Especially those devil pinatas. Exactly. Trying to mess you, up your garden. You got to keep that uh, shovel on you. 100%. Yeah. So uh, that's really important. Uh, next up, we have uh, Mass Effect. Uh, apparently, I was wrong. It's not Mass Effect on the start. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, it's actually uh, Mass Effect, the story of Adi Don. Uh, <laughs> Even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a good week. <laughs> <laughs> is this like their version of the life of pablo uh Kanye west yeah so um obvious uh so drake what uh has uh ventured with epic into uh you mean bioware no with epic okay <laughs> to, to, to uh launch a new uh a new uh fortnite title oh okay and you uh they actually finally launched their single player campaign um, but of course, it's it's E three twenty twenty three. It's yeah. it's five years from now. They, yeah, they build up that money first. Hundred um, percent. So uh, in order to respond for that, Push D coming in goes to signs up with the Bioware boys. Like I'm a release your, I'm gonna help you with the next next Mass Effect. I'm gonna write it because you know he's got bars and words for days. Hundred percent. So he releases uh, Mass Effect Story of Adi Don as <laughs> as the greatest dis, uh, game ever developed. <laughs> Is it all making sense now? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> What's the cover of uh, Mass Effect: Life of Andy Don? What does that cover look like? It's a uh, Drake and Krogan face. Okay. <laughs> so, is the is the game just a thirty hour shit on Drake? Oh, one hundred. Like, yeah, you play as like your own. It's think of like the story mode for um, uh, Def Jam Battle for uh, Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that. It's like you build your own yeah. like, rap star, and you. The only way you can go to the top is by little beating up every other rap star. So I like, like every other. Think of like. So, well, let's put it in Mass Effect terms. Well, I like to imagine that like it's you're playing through this Mass Effect game. You're making yeah. all these branching choices, and yeah. the story's uh, branching off. But like the ending of original Mass Effect Three, it all goes to the same ending, where yeah. it's just Drake a bitch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you find his son. So that's and he's like all grown up. And you're just killing rogue specters. Those are actual like other rappers. Um, so you got a lot of you got a, like a lot of big name uh, rap stars in this. So would the um, ending be like Red Dead Redemption, where Adon kills Pusha T because of that mess he talked about Drake? Well, uh, no, but it kind of uh, like there's a redemption arc. Um, Drake like reconciles with his father's actions and hmm. uh, learns to be a good father. Uh, but by that point, like the Reapers are already reinvading. So he like sacrifice. Why am I spoiling this game? I gotta stop spoiling this game. Sorry, I, I was given too much information on this. Uh, I didn't mean to reveal all that. Um, but next up, we also have a new uh, Hololens visual novel. I'm really excited for. Um, um, <laughs> I don't think I think is, you're the only one excited for that one, Rudy. This is uh, Halo MCMC. Uh, I feel like you announced this one before. Uh, I, no, I think that was a Halo RESPEC. That is, you're right. Yeah, you're correct. That was a different title. That was an ODST based yep. uh, venture. Uh, this one, uh, Halo MCMC, uh, uh, it uh, stands for Master Chief's Massage Chair. Um, so if you remember the early days of Xbox Live Indie Marketplace, there were a lot of controller massage games on there. Yep. Um, and you get to control your avatar getting a massage while your hands got massaged by the vibration of the That's controller. That's true. So what you would do is that you would stick that bad boy on your back and it would massage you. So what you do in MCMC is you give a little avatar of a Master Chief massage. 
Oh. And Cortana's like teaching you how to just help them out, give them a good back oh. massage, give them like as the chair. You play as the chair. Wait, so this is a He's sitting on your lap. So this is a visual novel? Yes. So it's 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 like you're you're like communicating cuz most of the time you're just massaging. You can massage him however you want. He's going to love it. Right. It's a visual novel. Right. But it's also giving you a story. He's telling you about his adventures. He's telling you about his hopes oh, okay. and his dreams. Because you're a chair, and he thinks he's talking to no one. Right. So you're just getting all this. So you're getting all this lore and story. and. It's like a four-hour monologue of Master Chief, and it's the greatest uh, piece of art ever invented. Um, <laughs> that, is that is that in the notes, or is that like a thing that you... Sorry. Uh, that's, is that's, that's, once I saw it, that's a statement I'm making. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but that's blasphemy uh, for this next title. Uh, Suda 51's Together VR uh, Dating the Future. This sounds like an actual Suda 51 yeah. game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I mispronounced that. That's actually uh, Suda 51's Together AR uh, Dating the Future because this is, of course, a HoloLens exclusive. Uh, so, you know. Um, yeah, you date the future. What? That's What, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Is the future an entity? I think so. Like physical? You feel something physical while you play the game. I don't know. Is this HoloLens? Yes. Okay. It's Whatever it is, it's going to be in your house. The future is with you in your house, and you're dating it. Um, I don't know how that happens, but... Let's see through you on all these dating sims. Listen, there's, out of like the six things I've said, two of them have been dating <laughs> We got more on the road. Oh, God. Uh, but that's it for uh, Microsoft. Okay. So next up we have uh, a new... Uh, for Sony, we have a new announcement. A new PSP on top of uh, the PS Vita uh, Viva that we announced. Excuse me, last week. Yeah. Um, we have uh, a PSP called uh, the PlayStation Pepsi, uh, pre-installed with Pepsi Man 2K25. Okay. Um, so it's hold be... up, hold. Is this a t- so? The... You got something. To, you need something to drink outside of the walls. But is Pepsi affiliated with this product? Yes. Okay. Yes. In what way? Uh, it's a Pepsi can. Where's the screen? <laughs> Where's uh, so, the thumbsticks? So you know how a, how a Coke can is? You could just set a Pepsi, Pepsi can. can. <laughs> the same can, Rudy. I, yeah, it's like a Coke can, but with a Pepsi label on it. Yeah, okay. And inside of it is a PSP with how, Pepsi Man on it. How do you get it? So uh, the cup is built around the PSP. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a clamshell where you flip uh, half of the can up. And it shows you the screen. And in those two clamshell halves are the uh, liquid for the soda. Because it actually has Pepsi inside of it. So is the so the device is waterproof? Yes. How do you... So so what's the point of the can? I'm not an engineer, okay? <laughs> what's the point of the can? Uh, to drink Pepsi you whenever could, you want. You you could, it's you, refillable you, can of Pepsi. You, you Go up to any 7-Eleven, any... I feel like you could just get a normal can of Pepsi and the console separately. So you don't have to go through the whole hoo Okay. But how are you going to drink Pepsi while you're playing on the go? You have a cup. It has a straw built in for you. I, I, it has a, You know how the DS has a stylus that launches out? Yeah. It has a straw that pops out. Here, here's the thing. I'm not arguing with you, Rudy. Yeah. I'm arguing with this design flaw that's clearly either done by PepsiCo or Sony themselves. Uh, both are great. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kudaragi is a very of exceptional man, and uh, his return to console development uh, just shows how talented he is, mm-hmm. and how he can turn anything into just a piece of art or a Pepsi can. I feel like the v- P- Pep- the 
PSP Pepsi or whatever is not going to do well in the market. I think that's just bias. I think that's just console and PC bias. bias. I was hoping you would say bias towards Coke. <laughs> yeah, that's probably Coke bias, but, you know, the Coke brothers own uh, Steam, so. Yeah, the future's weird. Uh, we, we, we'll get into that in a little bit. I like that you're able to get all this background stuff just from these papers that come across your desk. Yeah, no, yeah. I get some weird stuff, uh, like these exclusive titles. Uh, first one, we got uh, Time Spitters. Pachoo! Um... <laughs> Is that what it says on the box? Yeah, it's, it's written time spitter. It's not a it's not a mistake. That's what they wrote. Time spitters patoo. <laughs> it's two W's. Yeah, because it makes the spit sound. You gotta. <laughs> it's not great when I do it it's in the not. back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's I think it's a sequel or a, like an alternate universe of time splitters, mm-hmm. uh, where you spit and travel through the future, kind of like Jumper. Okay. Uh, That's a deep cut. Yeah. Um, so you just got to spit your way around time, uh, saving the future from Cold War, of all wars. How, so does the different types of spit have different time powers? Do you have yes. guns? Do you have guns? Yes. Wait, yeah, 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 you have guns. You sounded very unconfident. No, I'm, I'm trying to remember how it is because it's a VR experience. So in real life, uh, in the future, obviously, yeah, I, I'm going to like vomit every time I say that now, sorry. Uh, you have your two guns uh, your, on your wrist mount because mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's the part of the PS Vita and the PS uh, the new PlayStation console. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have those wrist gauntlets to protect you from the alien invasion, um, which is canon. It's happening. Sure. Uh, listen, uh, our predictions were right last year or last week, or two weeks ago. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know how time works because um, I'm dealing with so much for the future. But uh, you got real life gauntlets, so you can have two guns shooting, and in the game you have two guns shooting. So it's kind of like practice for that. And you also have spit coming out your mouth, which is where your visor would be. So it's, you're like guiding it, which in real life is like where you would have your Pepsi. Go and bring it back to the Pepsi. Yeah. So it's it's really complicated device. Um, and it's a complicated gaming experience, which I'm really excited for. I feel like it's taken away from the fun part of uh, um, video games. I would argue that the fun part is not dying to aliens. Um, you're, so You're not wrong, but... <laughs> What is Sony? Uh, what else does Sony have on the plate? Maybe the next thing will bring back the fun in my eyes. Yeah. So we have um, uh, GoldenEye Rogue Agent Two. James Bond is still dead. Um, I don't know if you ever played the original GoldenEye <laughs> Rogue Agent. Uh, uh, I have not. Um, they killed James Bond in the first part of that game. Yeah. <laughs> the first mission. That's kind of awesome. Uh, it's kind of awesome. You let James Bond die, and you're fired from MI6 because of it. Who do you play as? Uh, GoldenEye. <laughs> They made a guy named Goldeneye who that's has pretty, an augmented eye. That's pretty eye. all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh, it's really cool because you get to dual wield and like the original Goldeneye. I like to imagine that, or I like the idea that for this James Bond game, they made, all right, we're going to make a sequel to this game, yeah. but we want to be straight up. Yeah. Yo, James Bond, he, he ain't gone. We're killing James Bond. Apparently, they say it's a hologram, but this sequel obviously states that it's not. I would hope that he's the final boss. Oh, James he could Bond. come back. Yeah. Yeah, he could have like the rest of the golden body. Because, like, the golden eye only has the eye. Yeah. <laughs> just, I've had to imagine this golden body. But <laughs> just a regular eye. <laughs> yeah. That's all that's left of him. Um, yeah, we have that. We have uh, Metal Gear Acid Pepsi. Um, so I was going to uh, I was, I was going to announce that it was actually titled Metal Gear Acid Rain, uh, which would have been a great title, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, sorry. Um, 
yeah, you know, I got a, I got a call back, and they were like, hey, this, this brain thing, it's not happening because we just got this new deal in uh, with Pepsi. So uh, all our products are going to uh, – everything that has to do with water is now Pepsi. So do you have, like, a phone to the future? Is that how you're getting these calls? It's a mix of different communication methods, uh, my favorite being the Vive and the HoloLens. Uh, of course, the HoloLens, like, projects into the past, into my vision, into so, my cortex. So, like – That's why I see a desk. There's never a desk. I see a desk. They show me a desk and what's on it, but it doesn't exist in this time period. <laughs> It's, I don't know how this works, Jesse. I'm scared. That's why I started the show. I'm so scared. Uh, okay, so Sony is now doing brand deals with Pepsi. Yeah. And so, so okay, so in the new God of War game, you're on a boat. Yeah. And a lot of it. Yeah. So if they remastered that God of War game on... For this year, because uh, I think they have three years of uh, exclusivity deal that all their water physics have to be replaced with pepsi physics so that's what i'm saying like yeah. in this new god of war game when you're on this boat and you're sorting water if they were to remaster that game for whatever the current console is yes. in this time period the water would be pepsi yeah they have copyrighted liquid for all <laughs> sony content that's bananas the future is wild <laughs> so does that mean coke's looking at microsoft and being like yo uh, I mean, they already uh, have a good chunk of the Steam platform under their belt. What? So they could, like, make that a requirement to release on the Steam. But here's the thing. This is why we were talking about, like, uh, having alternate deployment methods and alternate ways to put your game out there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, like, making it really hard for them to have that. So I think they're trying to get to a publisher. Uh, they're trying to get some people. I hear uh, Devolver Digital has been uh, in talks with them. But, okay. Uh, they've been backing off. Huh. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep an eye on that. Because, you know, we still got five years. 100% lock and change <laughs> yeah a um, lot could change uh, we do have another game uh, called uh, Max 365 over two days <laughs> who's Max? Uh, Max Max yeah like the, the first person shooter with like wait people. <laughs> okay so wait they've upped that to 365 over two days does that mean it's 300 wait three, th 365 divided by two that's how many players days I don't understand what you. How many players are in it? Three, six, five. But you said days. Over two days. So you can only play for two days. This, yes, you're locked in it. Like sort of like a, think of like Ready Player One, but you can't get out of the suit. Oh God. That's what a, the PS Vita does. Uh, it locks you in for two days. This sounds awful. What That's why I think it gives you Pepsi to keep you nourished. <laughs> uh. I, I I don't think I want to, when I play a video game, I don't think I want to, like, schedule two days where I'm just out and, like, only yeah. play that one game. I don't think that's the thing I would want to do. Really. Well, I mean, it works for the army community, so it might work. I would hope that the army community, or so Arma, the, yeah, Arma. Oh, Ar, Arma. Even army guys don't like playing Arma <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> that gets a little too intense. <laughs> oh, God, that does sound intense. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, oh, God, we have one more. Oh, God. Oh, this is where the food is coming from, because I've been talking a lot about, like, Pepsi and mm -hmm. but, uh, next up we have, uh, uh, Inc Uncrustables presents Mama's Coming Home, Kyle, I swear. Who's Kyle? I don't know. Um, but apparently the box art shows a child with a box of Uncrustables, and, uh, he's just in his house. What kind of game is this? Uh, I think this is, like, uh, uh, narrative? 
narrative. Another like another sim. narrative game. It's like a walking sim. There seems to be a lot, a lot, a big focus on narrative games but and you eat. Like it, this, you know what? This might be the sim that they're using to feed the people while they're in game. So maybe it's like showing you a simulation of that experience. Maybe it is. I'm gonna say it sounds like a video game that I would not enjoy playing. Well, I, you know, to each their own. Yeah, to each their to, own flavor. I, might, I was gonna say. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Sony's uh, output <clears throat> from these racket predictions is more confusing than They're, enticing. Everyone is going with some new exciting stuff, so I'm always excited to see these titles. Uh, but you know. Uh, well, well, you'll learn to love it over the years. You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe my taste will change over the years. Get a little bit more ruffled. Here we go. Uh, so for Nintendo, uh, there's actually a Super Smash Bros. announcement. Okay. Uh, so Super Smash Bros. Uh, Masahiro Sakurai uh, Memorial Tournament is announced as Sakurai leaps off the, leaps off the stage. Oh, God. And off the Nintendo Treehouse oh. uh, stage and dissolves into Universal Energy. So I was really hoping you would say he jumps off the Nintendo treehouse, like, <laughs> like a physical treehouse. They, they probably, I don't know how they're going to do set design in the future, but all I hear or all I've been seeing is that uh, apparently he's planning, he's planning to jump off the stage and just dissipate into energy. Oh God. And that's the announcement of the new tournament, the Memorial tournament for Masahiro Sakurai. That sounds devastating. It is. I mean, he finally gets to rest. It's like the end of Res. It it is, but like it's a beautiful moment. <laughs> so it's, it, so it, I mean, for Sakurai, it I it, it wouldn't be surprising that Smash Brothers game literally killed him. Don't think of it as him dying. Think of him as transitioning into another phase of existence. Uh, he's losing his corporeal form. His his body is not like dying. He literally evaporates into energy, like glowing blue energy. But where is he? He's in all of us. So, okay, let's get to the Smash Bros. game. Yeah. It's, it, it's still around. You know, Smash Bros. Ultimate has been supported for five years. Yeah. So, and, uh, okay. So they, they're like Melee players. Okay, so are all the characters back? At this point. Are yeah. all the characters back? Yeah. Oh, they've always been there. Uh, Can I play a Sakurai? Uh, probably, I think. I think they'll pro- they're probably added as part of the tournament. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, don't, I can't guarantee that for sure. I have to double check. Um, but from what I was told, that's, that's pretty much it, that he's disappearing. Hmm. And uh, the tournament's happening. Um, we do have some legal news. Oh. Um, so after a half decade of legal battles, uh, DeviantArt is now allowed to continue housing pictures of Solid Snake getting his cheeks busted by King K. Rool, uh like a speed run of Donkey Konga. This is so pornographic. That is, that is precedent. That is pornographic. That is legal precedence for all types of erotic content i'm very uncomfortable right now coming out of deviant very uncomfortable right now i'm just saying like from a legal standpoint it's fascinating it's 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 a championship of freedom of art uh, which is a new amendment that happened in 2023 um but that's like in june since this happens around the uh, thing is that's that in july the right? last thing i want to see is snake you, getting rammed by an alligator um you know to each their own that's the way of the future um, everyone's going has their own subset of content that they get to see. I feel like that's the tagline of this whole show to each their own. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how that precedence uh, changes a lot of future uh, titles. Um, 
We also have uh, some exclusives. Oh, okay. Starting off with the 321 Switch. Uh, and it launches actual drone missiles in foreign wars. Oh, oh God. Oh, that is that's, that is dark. That's really dark. Did not. Did so this isn't a video game. This is a weaponized oh. program by the military. Oh, well, oh, oh, they should not man. put that in store shelves. Um, I, I put question marks because I was very concerned. You put <laughs> two question marks, an exclamation point, and a colon. Yeah, because like that's my thought. Um, but the the title is three, two, one. Switch. How many E's? That's a lot of E's. I won't make you count. It's at least like twelve. Okay, cool. Um, then lastly for Nintendo, we have uh, Luigi's Mansion, uh, Reservengeance. Reser. That's not a word. Uh, it is. No. It is. No. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I don't know. Reservengeance. Do you have a twenty twenty three dictionary? I don't, and I am dyslexic, so exactly. I, I, I can't. So I think Reservengeance so, exists. So does he get, is he both resurrected and gets his revenge? Yes, because Luigi has been dead canonically for five years. Well, he's, he got got. Yeah, he did to, get killed. Literally today. Today he got killed. So he's, Wait, so there, there, are there no other Luigi games until that one? He's a ghost. He's like, like you know how Boo is in games? Yeah. Well, he's like a ghost form Luigi. Oh, God. Like Dry Bones. That's deep. Excuse me. Yes. Oh, you won't get the walk. So, um, from the first like twenty minute experience that I saw of this new game, uh, Luigi uh, is actually uh, he's just a ghost, and uh, Mario goes in the mansion, uh, and he actually dons the uh, vacuum cleaner, and he's like very tearful because he misses his brother, obviously, even after uh, Waluigi tries to scam him and pretend to be Luigi. It was a dark period for gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for just the, the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mario, in the first 20 minutes, he like discovers uh, Luigi's ghost is hiding from him, even though they've been playing a Mario party and stuff together for the last few years. It's it's kind of devastating uh, to see his brother in such bad shape. It's so emotional. It's a it's actually a co-op game, like Brothers. Oh. And they go try to find the body of Luigi and bring him back. Huh. And the Grim Reaper from Castlevania is there. <laughs> He's just there in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a looming threat. Is he the final boss? He's yes. gotta be the final boss. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very dark experience and a very warm and heartwarming experience at the same time because it's two brothers re-acclimating. Uh, they should just call it Brothers Two. Yeah, that would actually be a great time. I think it's actually Mario Brothers Two. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is a sequel to that arcade game. Yeah, game. this is a sequel to the actual arcade game. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's drastically different gameplay design. Yeah. Um, that's it for Nintendo. Okay. Um, we have EA. Oh. Electronic um, Arts. Yeah, Electronic Arts is coming in heavy uh, after uh, half a decade ago of having just some of the worst years you could imagine. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they're they coming back. Uh, they're bringing back a good classic, uh, Anthem. Uh, it's called uh, Anthem Armored Avenger. Is this a sequel? To I believe Kingdom? it's a crossover with Marvel. Oh. Marvel's still around. Is it an Iron Man game? It's an Iron Game. It's, an it's Iron just Man an Iron Man game? game? Just called Anthem? Yeah. Huh. I think it's like... I, if, I, if I remember correctly, because I saw something like conspiracy stuff pass across the desk, uh, and I didn't. I don't I don't believe in conspiracy stuff. Sure. I, got, I try to stay away from it. Spooky. So, what I, what I did do, I saw some stuff, and that may have said that um, the story for Anthem 
uh, since it's like a post-human apocalypse kind mm. of thing going on. Okay. Um, that they have, you know how the movie The Ring of Fire, uh, they the guy is like uh, explaining to kids what Star Wars is. I never saw it. Okay, so there's a scene where these two guys explain like act out Star Wars like it's like an old story. Okay. And that's, cool. that's essentially what they're doing with Anthem, oh. but with like Marvel movies. Oh. And so this is the Iron Man movie, but in Anthem, in the Anthem universe. So it's a guy telling the story of an Iron Man movie, but you're yeah. playing that retelling. You're, play- you're playing it. that retelling, which is like all based on Anthem mythology and huh. lore. Okay. That it's a cool game. Could it's be cool interesting. Idea. I'm excited. I would hope this is a DLC and not a full. Oh, this is a full from- game, because okay. it's five years from now. Anthem's been out for a while. Um, so weird choice, but yeah. all right, that could, that's, there's something there. EA is trying to make deals. That's yeah. all I need. I need business deals. Uh, we have uh, an, a Star Wars game. Ooh, it's a Hololens itty bitty Disney experience. I don't know if you remember that uh, series. I forgot about that. Um, we have a uh, Boba Fetish. Okay. No, I'm gonna say no <laughs> to that one right now. Uh, I don't think that's an option. Uh, yeah. That should not be on store shelves. It. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a game that's coming out. Okay. It's a it's like I said it's an indie experience developed. It was developed by an indie team. All right. Um, the, I don't know if you're uh, um, you're you're probably not familiar with uh, some of their other works. So I won't uh, mention it. Uh, but yeah, the, this uh, this developer is very good at what they do, and uh, in this field in particular. Um, so I'm very excited to see what they do, uh, given the budget uh, from EA. I mean, they're tapping into an untapped market. For video games, I guess, right? Yeah. So for sure, that's uh, I would have got to service everyone. I I guess I respect the bluntness in their title, yeah. Um, with the literal title of the game, yeah. Um, so I wish them the best of luck. You know, it's so funny. That's actually a bit from a from a G four thing that happened like twenty years ago. Oh really? Uh yeah. Uh, but it's good to see that they're back in video game shows. <laughs> um, so next we have Lucas Arts Replay. I'm actually very excited. Is this like? Oh wait! Is this a, a, a collection of LucasArts yes. games? Oh, that actually would this be. This sounds amazing, doesn't that, it? I want that. This like you're to, heartbroken that it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. So wait. Yeah. So like okay. So there's gotta be Monkey Island. Monkey all. Yep. Then uh, Star Wars. Uh, all the old Star Wars. Yeah. Classics. Uh, co- uh, like Kotor and stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, all the Jedi Outcasts. Jedi so, Outcasts. Uh, Rogue Squadron. Yep. Uh, Jedi. Uh, Jedi Flee. Or Alliance? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the RTS games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Force Awakens, stuff. I guess, for people who want those. Uh, does LucasArts make that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then yes. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, Fuck, but, I want yeah, that. that. Sounds good, doesn't it? Um, it's uh, it's $120. But, you know, a lot of these games you just can't get anymore. You're not wrong, but fuck, so, it's $120. It's a lot. Um, Do you at least get anything but, special? Um, I believe you get like, uh, like the new release of that year. It's up to, excuse me, it's up to 2023. Okay. So it's, it's over like three decades. But like they shut down like five years ago. Yeah. But like they include the Star Wars branding. They include LucasArts in there. So I get like the new Battlefront games? Yeah. Okay. You get Battlefront 3. It's nice. Oh, so there's a Battlefront 3. Yeah. But listen, this show is 2023. We're not talking about 2021. So it's a different time. I feel like we talked about 2021. Uh, I mean, that's when the Reavers invaded um, originally. Uh, but like, yeah, it's uh, the two-year recovery. It's been going not so great. Um, 
I will say, real talk, yeah. the LucasArts collection Sounds good. would be really good. You know what you're really going to be excited for? What? This next title. Oh. Um, uh, Dragon Age Origins Cross Tekken Tag Team 2. Two. Wait, so there was a sequel. Yes. To Dragon Age Cross Tekken. Dragon Age Origins. Dragon Age Origins, excuse me. Cross Tekken. Tag Team. Te- <laughs> Tag Team. Yes. Um, so, based off the title... It is all of your favorite Dragon Age Origins characters. Yes. Fighting all your favorite Tekken characters. Yes. <laughs> I shouted that really loud. Is uh, that it? Like, that's... Uh, pretty much. Cool. I mean, there's some, like, narrative choice elements in there. Okay. Like a traditional Dragon Age game. But um, for the most part, yeah, it's just a good time. Okay. That could work. Yeah. Interesting that uh, Banco, or, uh, Banco Namkai is... Uh, Going or Namco, I guess, whatever, yeah. uh, is going with uh, EA for yeah. a crossover. That's an interesting choice. It's uh, it's gonna be a cool time. You know, uh, like all these Western uh, studios are trying to and publishers are trying to reach out uh, to their overseas mm-hmm. uh, brethren, sister, brethren in in like comrades in game development. Uh huh. Um, that's actually the, I'm done with the first list. Oh. Um. Let's see the second page. Page. Oh shit. Page two. Uh, we're is going into first, Bethesda. This is our first two pager. Yeah. So, uh, Fallout Boy does the Fallout 4 2 reveal conference. Fallout Boy? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant Pit Boy, but then I was like. <laughs> wait. No, wait. you know how that had Andrew WK? Yeah. Well, for 2023, they're going to have Fallout Boy. Huh. And they're announcing what game? Uh, the game that we announced last time, uh, Fallout 4 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's still coming out. What song do they perform? Fallout Boy. What song? Uh, do I don't know the discography. I just know that they're playing. <laughs> okay. I want to say that they're going to play Andrew WK's We Want to Party. <laughs> they just play Andrew WK. They just do covers, yeah. 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 No Fallout Boy song. Okay. Yeah. Fitting. Yeah. I'm kind of down for that. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Next up, we have Elder Scrolls Blades version 1.93. 1.93? Yeah. So is this a new or an updated version of the Elder Scrolls Blades coming out this year? Yes. So they're continuing to support it all these years later. Yeah. I would think they would make a Blades too. Yeah, but you know they're close. They're really close. One point nine three is really close. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Any um, differences between uh one point and one point nine three? Um, I I don't know. Can I okay? Can I still be on a phone and fight a guy in VR? Yes. That's all that matters. I think what they're doing is that they're updating. Uh, who you're communicating in because they're updating the VR and the AR equipment. Uh-huh. So they're incorporating all these new technologies. So that's why the constant updates. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so can I still be on a phone and fight this guy in AR? Yes. So he'll just see me sitting on my phone just sweeping like crazy. Uh, but I believe with the 1.9 uh, patch, they allowed for multiple phone devices to be used for a single player. Oh. So it kind of gives a more realistic experience you're just swinging your phones around exactly that sounds really expensive yeah. <laughs> if it you does break it. doesn't it yeah uh but it's okay phones are cheap in the future there's a lot less people around oh so uh, <laughs> you gotta remember man it's it's it'll get you uh, the aliens. yeah okay um i got a real oh snap i forgot this happened uh maxi pads purchases Zenimax. what that's uh I, i'm sorry we gotta verify this but uh, i've been told well, wait who, verify with who uh, the future. Who's the future? Who uh, who are you talking to? Visions. Um, but here, look, it says I must verify, because uh, I don't know. Like verify with me? No, not with you, oh. but with the future. Yeah. <laughs> it just says in capital letters, must verify. I'm very concerned uh, and excited 
for what that means because it's a not like a non games industry company is purchasing a games industry company. Uh, I. You're right, but of all companies, Maxi. <laughs> I don't even think that's the name of the company. I think that's like Johnson and Johnson. Oh God. Um. I I don't. I don't think that's going to end See, up See, that's why I need going. to verify it, because I think it's a company, but I'm just saying the product name. Mm-hmm. That's why it sounded off to me when I first okay, saw yeah. it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Bethesda is weird. Yeah. It has a weird conference lined up. They've always been weird. Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, no Doom stuff. I, I, oh. Well, I mean, we talked about Doom stuff last time, that's so true. it's probably still going to happen. May, you think Andrew, I no WK, on it. Andrew WK at this point owns Bethesda? Does he own Bethesda? He probably yeah. owns Bethesda stock. Uh, I don't know why I said a <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know. He's he's cool. He's a cool guy. He's in the games. Um, now we're on to Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Uh, so first up we have... Ubisoft. Yeah. Ubisoft. Like Ubisoft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought you said you piss off. Oh, you piss off. Oh. Um, so first up we have uh, Tom Clancy's Nixon Waters My Gates. Um, and Play on words. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know Ubisoft has always been cute uh, with sure. some of their stuff. Absolutely, and they've been a little tongue in cheeky. Mm. Um, but you know, I think this is all of that tension put into one game. I think it's a very lighthearted take on a Tom Clancy series, and I'm excited for the fresh new ideas that are coming with it. Unfortunately, there are six things called Tom Clancy on my list. Um, oh God. So, uh, <laughs> We're, uh, we got a bit of stuff to go through. Some things in video games don't change. <laughs> yeah, they do not. Just like this next one, uh, Tom Clancy's Ubisoft Diversity Training 2023. Uh, it's a good thing they put that out there because they, they finally needed to go. Uh, it's just a game you can buy in stores. Yeah. It's just a training video. It's just a training video with like interactivity that they programmed um, after they learned correctly. Is it just you shaking a minority's hand? Yes, 100%. You got to determine whether to shoot them or to shake their hand. And the trick question is that uh, your gun has no bullets and you should not have shot anyone. Uh, um, but, you know, you always get the option. Uh, Tom, uh, next, up, next up we have uh, Tom Clancy's uh, The Division Between Us, uh, PS Pepsi VR Experience. Oh, my God. Um, so I'm really excited because uh, last time I was in Washington, D.C. Um, I'm, I'm hoping for, like, Texas, but I don't know. I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be, like, PA or... Washington, Seattle. I'm, I'm very, I'm very sad, but I wanted to. I wanted I'm to more upset that a Tom name. Clancy IP has the Pepsi name in the same sentence. Um, it seems to taint the name a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, this is terrible, um, but great at the same time because you get to drink delicious Pepsi. Are this, you sponsored by this Pepsi? podcast? Is not brought to you by Pepsi. Are you sponsored by Pepsi, Rudy? No, you personally? Uh, no, no, unfortunately. Um, next up, we have uh, Rainbow Six Moscow. But you're armed LGBT activists protecting protesters from Russian thought police. Uh, so that's interesting. I don't know. I read that all as one sentence. Half of that was in uh, parentheses. These Tom Clancy games are uh, getting more questionable and more weird. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Tom Clancy games have been going more and more politicized ever since Wildlands. So I think it's just a trail that they're going to follow. And I'm really excited to see where that leads. Because, uh, you know, they have to be middle of the road because they're making AAA games, so they can't get very political. So what do they do? They develop Rainbow Six Moscow, super political for one end of the spectrum. And then their next title is the other end, where they have uh, Rainbow Six Takedown uh, and colon. Oh, sorry, it's a long title. Uh, Rainbow Six Takedown, colon, take down that other Rainbow Six game by Order the Kremlin. 
I feel like that whole title would take up the whole box. Oh, yeah, it's a wraparound. Yeah. So, you know how it goes on the side? Yeah. Well, it goes, because it's Russian, it's, it's like backwards and it goes down. Huh. I don't think that's how Russian works. But, no, it's not. Um, you tried. Yeah, I tried. Um, but it's definitely, uh, these two games are trying to balance each other out the only huh. way they think they can. It's like Pokemon. Exactly. It's like, like Pokemon. Fire Red, Leaf Green. Yeah. Uh, killing Thought Police, Killing Protesters. That's a thing you should not say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, Tom Clancy's. Hi, my name is Rudy Adam. I'm a college employee, funny single. Would you like to be in my next book? In this bio, I say I will exemplify the groundwork. Wait, this isn't a game title. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know why that's there. Um, so moving on. Uh, we have the new players. <laughs> it sounded in, from in these headphones. It sounded like I think you edited in. in no, that's that's uh, that was my mistake. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to include that. I don't know why that's on this list. Um, but uh, we do have uh, a new player, which is Tesla Motors. Uh, Wait, Tesla's making video games? Uh, they are indeed publishing video games. Oh, Elon Musk did say he was interested in making games for the Dash thing. For the, the car. Yeah. So first one we have is uh, Grinded Gears, uh, teaching manual driving sim. Okay, that so, sounds like a yeah. It teaches you how to drive that manual. That makes sense. That makes sense. Which is weird in a Tesla. Yeah, but you know, but, so. you know hey, driving car, make car game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then we have uh, uh, at least we're not Amazon factory sim. Um, so they're uh, you know, uh, it's a factory management sim. So it's kind of like the world sim and like the city simulators uh, that we first mentioned in our earlier episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of in those roots. Okay. Uh, but it's more in the context of a business and running a company and uh, controlling where your labor goes and what direction mm-hmm. and how they're compensated. Oh. Um, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. I'm excited to play that. Um, but I unfortunately cannot afford the Tesla. <laughs> um, next up we have uh, driving yourself, colon, a sim of driving to your destination, you entitled prick. That sounds like a... That's a that sounds like a threat. It's, yeah, like you're like yelling something out of your window. That... Mm, I think when they say it out loud, they're probably going to be yelling it, so... Huh. Who's making this game again? Uh, Tesla Motors. Tesla Motors. Uh, that's a questionable title to put out. I don't know how that's going to work well with a good faith with the gaming audience. But hey, what do I know? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have TGR Publishing. Who? I think it's Tiger Electronics. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> um, we have Golf 3023. Uh, <laughs> so, wait. So, are, are, are these those, things. like, crappy, like, plastic things with yeah. the vector-style graphics, like Game & Watch? Yes. And they're, they're, put, they're putting those on they're shelves. They're making new ones. Are the graphics updated at all? I don't know. Has the gameplay design gotten more complex? I think it's a virtual one that you get to play inside the VR. I don't know how. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, they also have football. Uh, without any. Ex- how do you spell that? Uh, football. How do you spell it? Uh, You're not spelling. Spell spell with letters. You're not. Uh, you started with the the F, the U, and then you throw in a T, and then you go boop. Then you go ooh, and then you go ooh, and then you got football. Sounds like a bad spelling of the game. I don't think you can can see it as clearly as I can, unfortunately. Fair point. So, <laughs> uh, next up we have uh, 
That guy Rudy presents colon and then it. Oh man, my publishing company must have. My, my game studio <laughs> must have actually put something out. Oh man, that's fascinating. Unfortunately, there's no title. There's no title to this game. <laughs> I didn't release a game. What did I do? I think you know what it is. I think while they were showing me the future, I was doing something to the present, and I changed it, so I might not have a game studio in the future. The fact that you signed with Tiger Electronics is the more questioning thing of this whole thing. Oh, yeah, because they're, they're the easiest to program for. I'm lazy. It's, <laughs> it's game maker for life. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. She's sharp, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I like that you would name your game That Guy Rudy Presents. Oh, yeah. And that you're Tom Clancy. Yeah, I'm Tom Clancy. <laughs> I'm Tom Clancy. That guy Rudy presents Wildlands too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we have next up we have Disney. What? It just says Disney. I don't remember any of this. Like not even Disney Interactive. This is just Disney. I don't remember this getting any of this off my desk. Disney, go watch our movies. The game, the movie. Wait, what? Go watch. That's our- what it says. I'm showing Jesse the go, paper go several watch, times. Go, this is very confusing. Go watch our movies, the game, the movie. This is fascinating. I think they're not making... I think they're just... This sounds like a marketing... Yeah, I think they made a game that's just a demo disc, but all the games are movies. It just shows like five minutes <laughs> yeah, exactly. of the movie. Just trailers. Oh my god, that sounds pretty cool, actually. Uh, no. no oh, they, you know just... what? It, it's like those uh, Game Boy Advance games that were just episodes of like Spongebob and Yeah. Stuff. Oh, man. It's like... Oh, man. It's... it's uh, Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> we uh, we have a, a good publisher again. Once again, we All have, right. uh, the Game Developers Union. They're back. Okay, back um, in action. They're making uh, Kanye West's The Good Game. Uh, <laughs> is this the time of good music? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know what the game is. Is it the one where it's? I don't think it involves his mom. The horse or whatever. Okay, it might. I don't know what this is. Huh. It's just a good game. Is how how much input does Kanye West have? A lot, unfortunately. <laughs> but everyone's compensated well. I guess that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah, you don't want Kanye programming your game. <laughs> it never comes out, is what we find out. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, it's it's complicated. Um, we also have Living Nine to Five, um, which is just a regular like oh. life sim game. Okay, which is good to calm us down. Yeah, for a lot of the titles coming out that year. Sure. Uh, next up, we have Cap and Capitalists. One, two, three. Just that easy. That's a. You should. That's those are, those words and that arrangement should not be said out loud at a public platform. Cap and Cap. <laughs> I. So this is a first-person shooter, obviously, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It may make sense. It would be weird if this was like a platformer. Yeah. And uh, we have Wolf War, uh, on here. Oh, okay. Um, Fast and Furious X, colon. Hey, girl. I think you're real cute. Real cool. It was all good until... Thank you so much. Get my car. Go for a drive. This this, is still going on. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'd like to take you out for coffee sometime. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a real cool voice. Right now, this is all in the text, I swear. But for real, though, you want to go on a date sometime? Oh, wait. No, this is a part of it. Wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's like the other thing. It was a part of yeah. the okay, future. Sorry. I, I get that mixed up a lot. You get into character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say that sounds like it's a lot to put on the front of a box. Yeah. So is this a driving game? Uh, I think it's a relationship game. 
Is this the Wheelman Two I've been waiting for? Yes. I don't know. Speechless. I I think it's like Wheelman Two, but Fast and Furious. I don't want no Fast and Furious in my Wheelman. I want my Wheelman. Wheelman's the very hairy uh, and harrowing adventure, right? With the uh, deep narrative experience. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Vin Diesel is back and just being as grumpy as ever. Ugh. We go, we go get those cars. I was yeah. I, a part of me wondered if like the tenth Fast and Furious movie, they're like, fuck it, we don't want to make a movie, let's just make a video game. This is Brazil. <laughs> you sound just like him. <laughs> Do we get a special guest on the show? Uh, is is that my new um bit? Is, am I am I uh, Vin Diesel? <laughs> Groot. <laughs> the best is that you have headphones this time, so you get to hear. I know. Like, I'm like confused. Yeah. We family. <laughs> is that all the the titles from the future, Rudy? Tyree, stop. <laughs> this bit is over. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's over. It's over. That's all. That's all I got for the future. Uh, as usual, we have taken up just enough time. Uh, we're clocking in around two twenty. Oh my god. So. Uh, we're we're coming down actually. We're slowing down. We're down like six minutes. Yeah, so we're getting better. Um, and we're cutting a big part of this out. Um, so it's it's okay, cause cause apparently someone doesn't like me ranting. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. We had a good time. It's been a good week. It was been a good week. Check us out. iTunes. iTunes. Spotify. Eventually. Google Play. Eventually. Google Hangouts. It'll just be me there. <laughs> just you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, share us, share all our stuff. Follow our Twitter account at E3 Road. At E3 Road. At E3 Road. E3 Road. Uh, send us all your predictions from the future. Uh, tell us any crazy stuff you you see. All nine of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need all the predictions. All from everyone. At the, at the same world. time. Uh, at the same time. This is a Dragon Ball bit where we we need your energy and we need you to send it to us. Um. All, all the people need to gather their hands together and yeah. sing the magic song. Please come up with a list for Jesse to read. <laughs> I'll make a list next time, I promise. Okay. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, I work very hard on those YouTube videos. Uh, <laughs> it blows up my computer. It's like eight-hour renders. It's crazy. Is it really? Yes. God. Yeah, they're brutal. Why is it so long? Because it's a very a lot of effects on it. <laughs> it's a lot going on. <laughs> so much. A lot of subtle stuff. But yeah. Um, it's for the art. It's for the art. We're for the art. For, for the, the people. people. Yes. Listening. Uh, that original bit, I wrote, uh, hi, <laughs> I think you're really cute. Because uh, this is going to be a bit to like someone we know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I just, I, I couldn't pull the trigger on that. And I want to see how uncomfortable you'd get. <laughs> I would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> I, oh, God. Uh, it's a good thing we're still recording now. What? What? <laughs> And uh, I think that's it. Bye. James, you know what to do. You can cut, cut, cut. What'd you call me? <laughs>